welcome to AdLib and D, where a group of amateur role-playing enthusiasts run a weekly live-stream D&D 5e game with a twist. The viewing public can vote on a large group of random concepts before the episode takes place. Once tallied, the DM will select five of the ten most popular and tailor that episode of the game against the chosen ideas. Anything can happen, no episode will be the same. You can find where to vote on Discord on the Filthy Pig Discord server. Anyway, where were we? Um, a recap on the last session. Um, the group, Dodgy Brothers, the Solution Architects, had taken on a job to uh, go investigate a wizard's tower in the village of uh, Bernaldo. They had taken on this job um, for a Professor Felix Morton. He also had uh, a couple of other people um, also looking after him, so it was, it was a uh, job to protect uh, Felix as he explored this tower. The two other people who have joined are Illyria and uh, Riki. Now, the, um, they haven't reached the tower yet. They've left their main city hub, which is Medanio, and are on the way to the village of, uh, of uh, Benaldo. They um, had a bit of an encounter with some strange-looking wolves in the middle of the night, but um, survived that and uh, just waking up in the morning of the next day. So um, I'll leave it up to you guys what you want to do at this point in time. And just just so we know, just for a little bit of clarification, so Amarak is still out with Thelma, right? Oh, good point. Yes. So one of the um, group, Alarak, has um, been taken off to the side uh, to do a, a separate job for Thelma. Um, he will, uh, since TD is available tonight, he will be uh, available for the game. So there will be a point where TD catches up or Alarak catches up with the rest of the group. But at this point in time, he is not here at this, at, uh, this juncture. Okay. So this is the, and just this is the next morning, is that right? That's correct. That's the next morning. So um, Professor Morton gets up and goes, um, "Rise and shine, gentlemen and ladies. We have to get to Bernaldo today if we can. I don't want any more of those wolves." I don't think anyone wants more of those wolves. But what are you talking about? You had nothing to do with them. You slept through the entire bloody thing. And that's what I paid you for, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So on. Illyria, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the money. Honest. Be honest. No, no. I, like, I, I, real I, honesty? Or, like, I, the honesty where I stick with my, you know, party line here? <laughs> no, no, come on, Illyria. I did see a look of joy in your face when um, when the professor opened his um, his private's tent and spotted the dead wolf. That was a that was a joyful moment for you, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, you're so right. I do enjoy that. Was that supposed to be a joke? Good God. That thing gave me a fright. It, it wasn't it that was funny, dead. actually. It was, it was a little bit smelly, though. Made the joke better. The best jokes are <laughs> smelly jokes. Well, that is true. I wanted to do a fart joke this morning, but normally with ladies, Alarak, he says, you don't do fart jokes when there's ladies around. Generally considered the polite thing, but I know Riki certainly would appreciate it. I would. I could put it in my book. I could even share a new word with you, if you would like. We could do an exchange. 
So you would share a word with me and I would need to do a fart? Well, I can put a payment down in advance if you'd like. They, they don't she just the come joke. on command. It's not like I can say come and it, it is there. Okay. No, maybe Jace can do. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, here's one just for fun. And I pull up my little book and I go, douche pickle. Yeah, Where and... did you pick that one up from? Hmm. <laughs> uh, about three and a half years ago, um, I ran. Oh, I won't tell you the story. I'm pretty sure the professor might remember it. <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't there with you at that. Oh, hang on. Was I? Mm, trying to think. No, but I probably told the story. Yes, probably. It's it's a fascinating story. It reminds me of the time that. Um. No, it doesn't actually. Oh. Anyway. I, I, I remember I had a friend many years ago, and he told me that words come from other words. I, I wonder, where does douche pickle come from? A pickle, I think. Possibly also a douche. But, yes, perhaps. Oh, right, right, now I remember that story, yes. It was that time where I ate, ate that pickle that looked rather... Tasty at the time, but it was uh, plagued with some sort of poison. Oh, I was sick. Oh, and you, um, Illyria, you were you were having to look after me, but you are such a frustrating person to look after me. It, it, I almost died. It's horrible. Gosh, I'm sorry, you thought I was the frustrating one. You are a terrible patient. Absolutely what? awful. Just, just because I rang that bell more than three times a minute doesn't mean I'm a terrible patient. I think that's pretty much telephone, you know. I I have needs, you know. Yes, but it's not exactly what you're hiring me for, is it? You're lucky I helped you at all. Oh, well, that's true, I guess. Um, anyway, I think we should head off too. But I'll do, yes? Yes, yes. Jace is, he's kind of just sitting off to the side, uh, playing with his daggers, trying to juggle them and, and perhaps maybe even show off a little bit. And he kind of jumps up at that point, still trying to juggle. And he's like, are we ready to go? Well, I mean, I've been waiting. Well, off with us then. Well, Bunny. Oh, jeez. All right. So um, as a group, you uh, pack up um, and... Uh, Professor Felix uh, walks up to his two tents and uh, tugs on the string in a different manoeuvre and they fold down into uh, a small package and he puts them back into his uh, various pockets within his uh, coat. And then he goes, well, I'm finished. Excellent. Off we go. Sort of turns and sees that everybody else is slowly packing up their tents. A little, little bit slower at it than his uh, magical ones. <laughs> we don't also have such fancy things. Right, well, um, you there, Wabani, I think it is, yes? I mean, the, the way you unpack that tent is you, you take out the pegs first. I, I know how to unpack a tent. I have a strange memory of your poop tent nearly pooping on my shoes for some reason. Oh, isn't that a wonderful device? It's so entertaining, my little y tent outhouse. Yes, I, I think that... Uh, this next evening. It would be nice if you let us use it too, perhaps. I'm sure it's, it's um, open to all. It has running water. 
Um, no. It's just mm. a hole. I see. But I, mean, th- I think we might be at Penaldo by um, sometime today, so you might find running water there. Yes. I was always told you need to have a shower every day. Well, I mean, there's, there's no water here at the moment. No, I know. I'm just saying, if it had running water, that would be good. Right, well, excellent. Um, anyway, I think it's probably time we should go. On to Penaldo, yes, excellent. And then on to that wicked tower. I'm so looking forward to it. Where's Terry? And, and off he heads, sort of taking taking um, point, which seems a bit odd for a, a small forest gnome as, as as himself. But he doesn't seem to care. Um, as as the southern road, the King's Way, takes a bend towards the small river um, a, a few hours later uh, that you've been following on and off, um, you finally catch sight of your destination, the sleepy hamlet of Benaldo. The sun alights the small houses and cottages and the surrounding farmland, framing an idyllic-looking village without a care in the world. In the distance to the south of the village, you can see an old tower built upon a high hill. It's hard to get a good look on the building from this distance, but you suspect this is the Don Vito Tower that Professor Morton is after. So, I mean, are we heading straight to the tower, or do you want to go and um, see the uh, people at Ronaldo first? I'm... Do you need anything from the town? Well, I mean, they they may have um, interesting information, or they may have nothing. It's it's I'm possibly could uh, find some information there. I mean, we could learn something. I'm always a fan of learning things. So, just sharing but... the uh, town of Benaldo with everyone. Didn't you teach us this rhyme? Is that not all we need to know? Is this rhyme? It could be good to um, ask the patrons there what they know about the Don Vito family. Shouldn't it be better that we are forewarned than walking into a trap? Always. Yes, of course. That, that, That does make a lot of sense. I just thought perhaps, Professor, you had done all the studying about this family. <laughs> Proper amount of research? Well, yes. No, not, not about the family. I mean, I know a little bit about the family. I was trying to talk to you about it, but you didn't seem interested at the time. Well, you you always talk and you, you don't... Your voice is like monotone and it just goes on and on and on sometimes, Professor. It helps and? me sleep. What? So you won't be standing over you when you're trying to go to bed? Is that what you're saying? Um... Uh, can I get back to you on that one? He sort of t- turns around and uh, walks off in a huff, mumbling as he walks. I think I might have offended him. He's a little sensitive about that. <laughs> Just a little. You don't ask him about the time that he lectured. It went badly. <laughs> right. And the last time before that, he tried. And the time before that. So he's can... not a good professor then, but he <laughs> likes to be called the professor. Oh, depends what you want from it. Would you like absolutely riveting stories? Then possibly it... don't go to him. Would you like actual information? Pretty good. I see. And, and I did a damn good stiff drink. You can hear in the distance. <laughs> yep. Yeah. These up-and-comers, I don't know. 
Yeah, you really riled him up. <laughs> well, perhaps we should follow. Maybe, maybe we learn something. So you head, head down into the town. Um, the uh, uh, main area that he seems to head head towards is the uh, only inn in this small hamlet, which I'll share with you. It's called the uh, White Claw Inn, and um, he uh, heads heads towards the White Claw Inn. Just hold on a second. Okay, so um, as, as you head towards it, you can see before you stands a stone and slate two-story building among the wood and thatched cottages of Benaldo. A small cobblestone path leads up to the building and is framed with small, well-groomed hedges. The walls of this inn are made of local sandstone and the building is, uh, as a whole looks to be well-maintained. As you get a little closer, the smell of fresh-cooked bread wafts in the air around the inn. I'm going to go find that, that uh, glass of ale! The cheek oh, of that man. He's in inside. I, that smell of bread is too good to let go. I think uh, it would be a good. I'm very interested Let's in going the bread. in there. We can start oh, with I bread. love fresh bread with some butter. Mm, yum. Sure, we can always ask them as well. So sure. as, as you as you enter the building, the smell of fresh bread is even stronger. Looking among the common room. It seems to be clean, well lit, and comfortable. The floor has a grey slate is grey slate tiling. The tables and chairs are simple but well made, with clean lines. And the bar is a mixture of slate with a wooden uh, bar top finish. A human lady in her late thirties stands at the bar, uh, a look of interest in the newcomers. There's also uh, a couple of uh, people uh, sitting at a table: um, a small uh, halfling lady and what seems to be a uh, man. And there's also um, uh, what it's, you do a bit of a double take. You notice there seems to be a, a half orc um, sitting there. It takes you a second to realise that it's Alarak um, who is uh, sitting at the bar. Now Alarak um, has finished uh, working for Thelma um, and was informed by the guard that the rest of his group had headed south towards Benaldo. So he managed to uh, take. Um, a much more direct route, uh, surprisingly cross country, um, that was pointed out by the uh, guard, and uh, was able to get there before you. Oh, well, how about that? Oh, uh, you're here. I've I've been waiting. Oh, a while. What kept you? Uh, wait a minute. How is this possible, Alarak? Wait, do you recognize this one? This is our friend. He is uh, my companion for the last couple of years. His his name is Alarak. He's one of the Dodgy brothers. Oh, the missing one. Right, right. I know we said Lucy was, but okay, I lied. <laughs> and who are these fine people? I'm not surprised by that. This uh, is. I'm Illyria. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. That's right, too. Hello, nice <laughs> to meet you. And nice to meet you. Uh, Wabani, are these... Can they be trusted? Um, yes. And they... Uh, we're doing a contract for them, Alarak, and they're paying us ten gold each. Well, the professor is paying, but we're part of it. 
Yes, they're they're helping us out. Yes, of course. They're the professor's companions, and yes, I, I know it's strange. He's very old. They're quite young. We're not that kind of companion. Jesus, what are you implying? I don't like this. Filthy minded. I'm, you I'm go and spend some time in the poop tent and have a think about oh. think about things to yourself. He's old. You're young. You travel with him. That's all I said. I speak the facts. I don't put. You read what you want to read. I do quite frequently from my, from my swear word book. <laughs> do you have a swear word book? In the poop. Tent. I do. Does she ever? <laughs> I do. She has a very potty mouth sometimes, Alarak. It was it was hard to hear. Well, you know what? I think the application of study can be applied to all areas of life, and and one which I find particularly therapeutic is the application of study to to wonderful words um, like hormuffin. That's another one of my personal favourites. Yeah. An excellent word. I'm going to start no incorporating that more often. Can you it? use it in a sentence? Um, I could. I really could. Um, buy me another beer, you whore muffin. Not bad. You should buy her a beer, uh, Alarak, I think. <laughs> I mean, knowledge is priceless and I'm giving it away, but I can also exchange it for alcohol. <laughs> and, and, and if you must know, uh, we encountered some crazy wolves and Jay's here. He kept dying and the ladies, they were very inspiring. Well, well, that's bad. so Jace looks on and goes, well, you know, um, it was a bit touch and go at the moment. Um, I, I had the wolves all over me. I was holding back about three or four. Oh, yeah, like those bandits you were holding off. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. Exactly. Hey, that's true. Alarak. I had them on the run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So everyone's been protecting Jace pretty well then. Good to hear, good to hear. Ten gold each? Yes. Ah, I got time. As as um, you guys I mean, are... he didn't he didn't sign the contract, <laughs> did he? <laughs> he? He did not. As uh, speaking of which, though, as as you guys are discussing this, uh, Professor Morton comes back from the the bar and goes, "Hey, hey, a second, is this is this one of the people you're interviewing about um what what we might know about the Don Vito family? Is it? Hello, my name's Professor <laughs> Felix Morton. Professor, How are you professor. doing? No, yes. no, no, no. Apparently, hey. they're friends with Wabani and Jace. What? Friend, what is is, friend is a strong word. Oh, okay. Acquaintances? <laughs> Business yes. associates. I see. Mm. The, I you see. know that missing one they tried to tell you was the small girl? Yes. Not quite. Right. What kind of thing are you trying to pull here, Wabani? We, we are solution architects, and we were architecting a solution. Hey, boss, do you know something? You're getting four people for the price of three. How good is that? Oh, excellent! Wait. Are you, are you whoa, coming? Whoa, 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 whoa! I, yes. I'm, I'm not any cheaper than anyone else here. That, I'm worth a bit more. Is that so? Well, well, I beat you here, didn't I? What makes you worth a bit more? I beat you here. Oh, that just means you're a good runner and/or know some like sneaky track. You cheeky and sneaky muffin. tracks. <laughs> yes. <that's it. laughs> And sneaky tracks are a great skill to have. We don't need any more of them, though. We're already here. You've, you've, you've got. She's got you there, Alarak. I mean, that, I, I do have other skills. Oh, that's and... he does. 
Listen, listen, young gentleman, he said with an eyebrow raised. Are you interested in coming or not? For ten gold, sure. Excellent. Well, if you'd just like to sign here. And he pulls out some paper. And says, well, you can um, work here for ten gold for the uh, sum of the uh, guarding duty. It may take a few days. And um, if you could just sign here and here. And uh, any sort of danger money is uh, not required. And uh, if you die in the uh, course of this duty, I don't have to. Wait, wait, yes. wait, Professor, pr- Professor, what? Professor, uh, one, one minute here. Um, Al- Alaric, uh, yeah, just a second, Alaric. Mm-hmm. And Mobani tries to pull the Professor to the side. He's like, Unhappy, no, no, you fool. He, we, we keep to the original agreement. He is worth as much as everybody else. I'm pulling a trick on him. I'm just saying 10 gold for his ears only, but he still gets full payment. He's already agreed to the ten gold. No, he's not signing. Come on, come on, Professor. Make- he is. He is worth every penny. Make a persuasion check. Oh shit. <laughs> ah shit. Okay, persuasion. Let's come on, Wolbani. Let's pull a miracle here. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> Natural nineteen. Well, um, okay. I mean, possibly ten gold could be a bit light on. I I agree there, but I mean, he hasn't been. Um, he didn't guard me against those wolves, so um, I, I certainly don't think he should deserve the amount of gold that you guys are getting. It seems a bit, um, a bit extreme. He will, he will more than compensate for it in the end. Trust me on that. Listen, what what I'll do is he can have a three hundred gold flat fee and three uh, thirty gold per day for the rest of the time he is guarding me. But we will, I, but you, you, we'll put that in the contract and I will just tell him it's 10 gold. Is that so? Well, okay. Um, Mr. Uh, what's your name? Mr. Harfork? This is Mr. Alarak. Mr. Alarak. Excellent. Is that, is that your full name? Yes. Yes. Right. Mr. Alarak. And your first name? That's, I mean, that's your first and last name. Is it Mr. Al and then Alarak? It's Alarak Alarak. It's like Cher. It's an, I only go by one name. Oh, okay. Well, what are those names? Right. Um, can I just get you... I'll, I'll just uh, adjust the uh, the uh, contract here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And carry the two. And yep. Um, okay. So if you'd like to sign here, I will give you a 300 gold flat fee at the end of this um, and 30 gold per day um, at, while you protect me. So if you could just sign here, please. Sure, sure. I'll just say loudly. Right. 10 gold for Jace's ears. Um, can I just check this contract first? Like, is there any little subclauses? Is any of this in an infernal? I just want to be care- careful before I actually put my name on this. Make an investigation check. I love how you're the only one that's doing this. <laughs> oh my, this okay, half is signed straight up. <laughs> this half orc is terribly paranoid. I can only wonder what adventures they've been through. So well, as, you, as you start looking through this document, um, it starts at about 12-point font, uh, and mm-hmm. it's all pretty basic stuff about uh, this and that and the other, like um, so, uh, pay with when when you're killed or stuff like that, and whether it goes to next of kin, so on and so forth. But then the font starts getting smaller and smaller until it gets to about six font, and um, it just all becomes a blur after that point. But um, it, it seems all above board from what you've read. It, it, it's, it's quite legalese. And it's all in common, though. As long as it's all in common, not abyssal or infernal, I'll sign. It's, it's all in common, definitely. Okay, there we go. I'll sign. 
just not in blood, in a normal pen. <laughs> and, excellent, and as excellent. you know, Alarak, he's friends with Cordwin, by the way. Oh, really? It was, it was interesting that you actually signed uh, signed this. I mean, looking at you, these these other two gentlemen, um, they just used a thumbprint. It seemed a bit odd at the time. Well, that is odd. Don't judge people if they can't spell. And look, honestly, I look at, at thumbprints as the quintessential honest form of signing. I mean, you can forge a signature, but not many people can forge a thumbprint. That's you exactly right. can forge it, though. Good call, uh, Riki, yes. Oh, you've got me there. <laughs> anyway, excellent. Yeah, but to forge a thumbprint, you often have to cut off the thumb, and that's still harder to get away with. <laughs> yeah, not impossible, It's not that hard. Yes, he... Be- Alarak, he will cut your hair really close if you're not careful. Has he um, ever done it to Jace? In fact, Jace was asking for a haircut just not long ago, Alarak. Yeah, I heard that too. Oh, really? Hey, like, like mine? Steady on. Well, I'm maybe... not after a haircut, thank you very much. I'm still still suffering from that horrible, horrible encounter with those wolves. Did you see me? I, I was surrounded by at least ten of them. It's that's it's so definitely not, not true, ten. Alarak. Yeah. right? Was there a uh, song? Have you uh, written uh, a song about it yet? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm still working out the kinks. Come, uh, I might have something together uh, for uh, when we get pe- back to Medania. I can't uh, wait to hear point, it. Uh, 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 well, Bani, um, I'm going to head across to the. Um, you said there was a lady behind the bar? So there's a, a human lady of about 30 or 40, uh, between 30 and 40 behind the bar, and there's a couple of uh, bar flies hanging around as well. They're human as well? Uh, one's a human, one's a halfling. Uh, so I'll go up to the lady uh, behind the bar. Hello. Oh, hello. How can I help? This, well... So this lady has uh, got mouse brown curly hair falling to her shoulders. Um, and uh, she, she has a very warm smile for you. She seems slightly portly and is wearing a rustic outfit of purple and green floral dress. It, it is good to meet you, lady from behind the bar. I am here to know about Don Vito. What? Uh, my, my name is Felicity, and the Don, what you mean, the Don Vito family? Yes. Oh, uh, why would you want to know about them? Horrible people. That's exactly why I want to know about them. And really? sorry, I, I probably should have asked you and been polite and asked your name. I'm, I've, I apologize for that. I don't know why I don't. I forgot my manners today. Right. Well, um, that's okay. I mean, I'm, I might be able to uh, help you, but um, it might be easier to listen to the story if you're holding a, a, a frosty glass of something in your hand. Really? Oh wait, wait a minute! And I, uh, I walk back towards uh, Re- um, Riki, and she says that she can only tell me the story if I have a frosty glass in my hand. That sounds strange to me. I think she wants you well, to buy something. I yep. would suggest oh. so. I walk up to the bar with him, and I say, "Well, this is how it's done." And I walk up to the bar and I say, "Oh, good." Good time of day to you, young barkeep. And a lovely day to you, um, Miss... Ricky. 
Lovely to meet you, Ricky. My name is Felicity. How can I help you? Well, my friends and I would love the best glass of your cool and frosty ale that you can provide us. Oh, we can do that. Um, so, um, with the... Lyrissa just leans in and goes, do you have any wine? Oh, yes. Yes. Wine, a plenty, and, um, some nice dwarfish ale as well, in, in matter of fact. Illyria loves a good wine. Well, my oh, yes. eyebrows are... <laughs> My eyebrows, which I do not actually have, are rising up higher. My <laughs> eyes are getting bigger as you guys are doing this. Right. Okay. Well. It's a simple social transaction. You walk up to the bar, compliment <laughs> the barkeep, then you exchange money for goods and services. You, but you asked for the most expensive things. That's crazy. Uh, I've spent a night and I got attacked by wolves. You know, needs must. Girl must spoil herself on occasion. I see. Too true that, yes. Now, so um, you would like a, a dwarvish ale, is that, Ricky? And um, this uh, lovely lady here would like a, a, a red or a white? A white, thank you. That would be just fantastic. I think I know just the one for you. And um, you, uh, would you, um, looking at Wabani, so you would, have to, would like to have the dwarvish ale or would you like one of a uh, more local brew? And I look at her in the eyes intently, uh, my uh, reddish purple eyes uh, irises and I say which one will get me drunk quicker well if you want to get drunk quickly I think a, a bit of um, firestorm whiskey will do that oh, firestorm okay. and I, I look towards uh, Illyria and just kind of raise my eyebrow Illyria just shakes her head just like no I'll take I, throw you're taking three Firestorm whiskeys? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. And well, I, I was just about to say no, but then when Alarak does it, I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, me too then, please. That sounds like fun. I'm in. Right. So that's, You know we're um, all here for information, right? Not getting completely fucked up. We're here for information? I thought it was a protection job. I thought this is what we're doing. Riki writes the words getting completely fucked up in her notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Professor Morton is uh, off at a table by himself. Uh, he seems to be enjoying his uh, cup of ale and going, hmm, he doesn't hear anything you guys are saying. <laughs> totally oblivious. Okay, so Riki downs the, um, has, has a polite sip just to taste it and then, and then downs the spirit in one shot. So she, she brings out she brings out nine shot glasses and um, looks to Illyria and goes, So um you you wouldn't like um, the, the whiskey and, and join these uh, fine people here or are you happy with the wine? The wine I'm quite happy with the wine. Uh, to be honest with you, if I have that much, I start setting things on fire and I'm it, it, that's not something we want. Oh good good call, yes, yes, yes excellent. I rather thought so. <laughs> right. So it the would, the white wine be will interesting be uh, to see. Wait till we get to the tower. The white wine is uh, two silver. Uh, sorry, one silver, oh, and fantastic. the uh, the the fire whiskey is three silver a shot. Oh. So that's that's nine silver uh, for each of you. Thank you. Are you sure you don't mine? want to just stab me in the chest, uh, Felicity? Because it hurts. Excuse me. What? It, it's that's it's a price. price. <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm confused. You ask for it and then you don't. Oh, my good I man, don't it. worry. I'll cover I it, considering it. what you did with the wolves last night. I think we owe you. Owe you. I feel like we owe you one. At, at this, I, uh, I, I stand up straight. No, 
I will not be beholden. I can take care of it myself, steep as the price may be. I can pay myself. Unless Alarak wants to pay. Mm, yeah, <laughs> no. I'll hand over one gold. J- Jace sort of looks over and goes, well, I'm going to have uh, two whiskeys, actually, and I'm not paying for you, Abai. <laughs> elves. Elves. <laughs> rest of us are having free, my friend. Now, Riki downs her one shot and uh, takes the other two shots over to the bar flies and sits down with them and presents the glasses to them and says, good, top of the morning afternoon to you, gentlemen. Um, so as, as you head over to the bar flies, you see there's... Um, you're addressing both of them, I'm assuming. Are they sitting together? They are sitting together, yes. Well, then it would be rude for me to not address both of them. So there, there seems, the, the first one is a, a young man, uh, no more than probably 16 years of age. His face is smooth and tanned. A mat of black hair sits on top of his head, which uh, has recently, although unsuccessfully, seen a hairbrush. He seems to wear more colourful clothes than normal normal farmers and a splash of bright blue and lustrous orange. But uh, these have been slight, have a slight layer of brown dust all over them. Uh, the man unconsciously is unconsciously touching something in his left pocket on occasion. Uh, the uh, halfling woman uh, has looked like uh, to have seen a hard life. Weathered face, short cropped dusty blonde hair and crumpled but clean blue farmer's overalls. She sits there occasionally taking, uh, talking with a companion uh, and sipping her mug. But um, as you uh, head over there, Riki, they, uh, they look up to you and goes, Well, um, the, the halfling lady goes, Well, that's uh, excellent. Thank you. Um, that's uh, the, oh, the Firestorm whiskey. That's a bit strong for me. But I'm sure young Barry here will have uh, both. Say, well, greetings. My name is Ricky. I'm pleased to make your acquaintance. And it, uh, the pleasure is mine. My name is Wendy, and um, this fine strapping boy here is Barry. Well, uh, hello, Wendy and Barry. How are you today? Uh, well, we're good, thanks, says Barry. And uh, how are you? Oh, yes, I'm, I'm well, thank you. Um, I'm very excited to have met people such as yourselves in these local parts. Um, perhaps I can tell you a little bit about it, my friends and my friends and I. Would that be all right? Uh, sure. Go, go ahead. Well, I, I pull out my I pull out one of my little books that I've got for my backpack, and I say, "Well, well, we are seeking to learn as much as we possibly can about this local area." And we thought this might be the excellent place to come because have you both been in the area for a particularly long time? Um, Wendy looks a little bit nervous, um, but she goes, <coughs> ah, yes, I've been here um, quite a few years. Um, it's, it's a hard life, but um, the, the people here are, are quite friendly. Okay, well, that's all right. I mean, we're not meaning to pry too much into your own personal lives. We're certainly, certainly not the law, if that, if that would reassure you at all. Just historians, at most, you know. That's right. I'm, I mean, I'm a, a humble historian who likes to collect amusing facts and interesting facts. And, and we have heard all about the Dorito Tower and the family. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dorito Tower? I mean... Don Vito, gosh. Oh, right. Sorry right. for her. See, this is why I need help. <laughs> why would you want to know about those um, horrible people? Oh, so, you know, we don't m- repeat the mistakes of the past. And you know something? 
Books about horrible people sell. Oh, don't they ever? They do. In the big cities, they are all the rage. People like to read about horrible people and feel good about themselves. J- Jace's ears perk up at the, at the sound of uh, books selling. He sort of <laughs> moves across and um, starts listening in but not saying anything. And do you know the other thing about books that we can write? People from all over like to hear about people that have been telling us about horrible people. Oh, oh, really? Oh, oh, I mean, I, I, could, I could write a song about that, says Barry. Um, oh, uh, Stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, did you want to hear, hear um, a, a song I've been putting together now? I mean, Absolutely. Lyra's oh. really excited. When, Not when because did, she likes when did someone singing, to listen? just she really likes making other people listen to people sing. <laughs> you are evil. <laughs> oh my, I thought we had a rule where we weren't having evil characters at tour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing a book about her. <laughs> so. <laughs> So Barry is super keen. Um, he, he stands up and um, pulls out the thing that he's been um, unconsciously touching on the in his pocket. It's a, a, an old beaten up shawm. Um, and um, he goes, well, I'm, I haven't really got the lyrics down yet, but I, I've got I've got the uh, music. Um, if you just hold on a second. Um, and uh, he takes a deep breath. <sighs> And then um, starts playing, and oh, it is horribly off-key. Um, he is not hitting any of the notes, and uh, it is excruciatingly painful. Do you, do you let him keep going? Absolutely delighted. This is wonderful. I keep going. <laughs> you can you can see Jace. He's sort of like almost wanting to crawl out of his skin. Um, <laughs> but um, Barry Barry keeps going and goes. Um, and then uh, after about two minutes when he finishes the tune, well, you think, you hope it's the finish of the tune, uh, he stops and goes, so, uh, what would you think? It's, it's, um, it's, it's a little, little ditty that I, I heard a little while ago. Were there any lyrics? Um, well, it's, it's a bit hard to sing lyrics when you're playing the shawm, but um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to be working on those next. Okay, and, and can you maybe tell us the body of the story? That sounds very interesting. It's... Well, it's it's about a little boy um, who grows up in a village, and um, what what he wants to do, he wants to be an adventurer. And um, one day, a, a travelling carnival comes along, and he sneaks out uh, and joins the travelling carnival when his family isn't looking, and and he goes off on wonderful adventures. Uh, he goes across the sea, and he fights a dragon. Um, I know dragons really don't exist, but he fights one anyway. Um, and then he comes home, um, a king. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's about. That okay. sounds fantastic. And say he were to go, just you know, hypothetically, to the Don Vito Tower. What Smooth would he segue. encounter? <laughs> what, what would he encounter? What oh, would he oh, know? Oh, oh, you, you don't want to go there. Yes, no. but this, Gosh, this person's not? a king and a hero, and this is just a story. I mean, what would he encounter? Well. The Don Vitos, they, they used to be one of the pioneers of this place. At least that's what Mama told me. And and they they stole money from the village. We we found that what one of the um, local uh, animals here, a white clawed lobster, was um, like a, a hit with the uh, with with the uh, nobles back in Medano. And so we made quite a bit of money from that but 
the the Don Vito family they they took a huge cut that we didn't see and by the time we did find out they actually bought out this place and so you know there's there's a lot of bad blood against the, the Don Vito family and since then they um they worked on arcane mysteries um and they they just disappeared about 40 years ago I don't don't know why Gosh, why? really what you know what sort of arcane mysteries I wouldn't be a mystery. <laughs> you, you sort of know the general thing, you know, like, not specific here, but, you know, someone's working on time travel and you're like, ah, that's the general. Listen, it's, my mama didn't tell me much. It was before my time, but that there they used to be loud bangs sometimes and strange lights. Um, but, like, they didn't talk to us much. They, we had to bring food to them and they would pick it up and then, you know, we'd, we'd take the empty cart home. It wasn't, it, you know, they they were mean. All right, they were mean. Well, it's a good thing they disappeared. That yeah. So uh, Riki's concentrating very hard, thanks to the fire whiskey, um, <laughs> and she's writing very carefully down in her book, Lobster Mobsters. <laughs> and she has a little chuckle. Valeria sees that like over the shoulder and also laughs. Yeah, she does not usually laugh. <laughs> Riki is very easily amused. Um, and she turns around and, and says, oh, okay, these nasty, nasty people were doing experiments. Did did anybody go missing from the village or surrounds or any weird animals vanish or turn up? So the Wendy Wendy at that point pipes in, um, yes, well, uh, I've heard a story that um, when, when they did vanish, they went exploring the tower. Uh, I think his name was... Harold, possibly, um, to find out where they may have gone. Um, they, there was no um, sign of uh, them packing up and leaving. They just um, stopped accepting food. And um, unfortunately for Harold, um, he went in there and um, we he never came out. So we've barred the place up and um, stopped people from going in there, lest they disappear as well. Okay, any particular history of arcane ingredients or anything that they sourced? Because I know that's incredibly specific, but I just like to know details are good for a story. They they both look at you a little bit confused and say, uh, no, 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 um, cer- certainly not. They they um, kept to themselves, definitely. Okay. We look over to the, the bar lady. Has she been listening in? Make a perception check. Uh, all that time, though, while they were over there, um, I had been drinking uh, those fire wines or fire whiskeys and not being prepared at all for, for how much they burn. Uh, I basically drank them way too quick, and I've been rolling around on the floor in front of the bar uh, coughing. Can, can I get you to make a constitu- uh, constitution saving throw, uh, Wabani? So that was yep. a nine of a perception check for Riki. You, you look over there, and... Um, it, Felicity doesn't seem to be listening in. At, well, it's a bit hard to tell. You seem to be a little bit distracted uh, with Wabani. He seems to be rolling around in pain. But with a natural 20 constitution saving throw... Um, I'm dealing with it. He, he's dealing with it in his <laughs> own special way. It's fire whiskey, Wabani. It's in the name. And I'll down to them. <laughs> you see how st- strong I am, Alarak? I am not vomiting at all. Oh, it's an improvement. It's good. So, so Barry looks on, and goes, oh, "Wait, wait, is your your friend okay?" 
you know, Brian's a bit of a over exaggeration. He really is. He really is. He does this all the time. He's a brave, strong man in search of new experiences. <laughs> oh, well, really? What, what, hang on, let me get my book out. He gets his book and starts scribbling something down. This, this is good. Yes, yes, this is good. Alarak, watch. I will drink the last one. No, no, no. Simple. Perhaps you should offer it to the professor. Hey, what? Is that wise? He looks so frail. I will have professor, you know. do you want one of these? Um, what is it? I'm best, enjoying my ale. Best not. I mean, we are we are tasked with protecting him. Yes, so we he, should give yeah, him he even more than one. Poop, He's our employer. He need his poop tent. He's an adult. He can make his own decisions. Excuse me, am I supposed to be drinking something? What is, what's going on? Huh? It's, Who are these it's people? ice whiskey, Professor. It will help you feel cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Well, hand it over then, young man. I, and I bring it over, uh, kind of holding my tummy a little bit. Going to watch it for like any signs of deception. Like, has he tried to poison that shit? <laughs> and I, 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 as I get closer, of course, I, I uh, stand straight, put my shoulders back, take on the airs of Healer's Calm once more. And here you go, Professor, in my best and most eloquent. And I bow. All right, thank you. Um, let's see. Hmm. Yes. Oh. I think this is a firestorm whiskey. Oh, I had enjoyed this in my youth. Well, wait, wait one minute. Um, how's it go? A little tune. One, two, three. Off we go and see the fire whiskey gypsy and enjoy it for tea. Yes, that's it. Oh, the youth. Oh, yes, it's excellent. Um, here we go. Boom. And he skulls it in one hit. Um, he sort of um, sways unsteadily. Oh, that's oh wow! It's a bit stronger than I remember. Um, I think I might sit down a bit. Thank you. And he sort of collapses to the chair. Oh, oh. That anyway, yes, that was nice. Thank you. See. So, Felicity, do you have any rooms here? Uh, Felicity looks up and goes, "Yes, yes, we've got uh, quite a few rooms. If you want to take." Uh, uh, take a room for the night, yes? Maybe something worth thinking about as I look back to the professor <laughs> and kind of gauge how steady he's on his feet. Do you think we should take him with us to the tower? What time of day is it Day is it at the moment? It's getting close to lunchtime. Oh, it's mm. only lunch. Yeah, yeah bit it's of, just lunch. We can walk this one off. How far is the tower? Like an hour away or right outside the town? Felicity uh, looks at Alarak and goes, um, yes, it's it's probably about uh, two hours' walk or so, I think. Ah, oh, he'll be fine. Do do we need a key? Key for what? Um, key for what? Oh, oh sorry, yes. I, I thought I heard um, the young fellow over there who uh, sings so lovely Did you? Sorry, like, Illyria full in traps and goes, Yes, he definitely said they stop people from going inside the tower and make sure no one goes there. Ooh, that sounds exciting. We should go like there. A key. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I like the. Uh, you know what, Professor? I think we're going to get along. I, I, I like this. We should. We should definitely investigate this tower immediately. Exactly. Just a little more subtlety, maybe. Why? Why exactly wasn't he with you at the start? Pointing to Alarak. I mean, he seems like the perfect gentleman here. Uh, I, I know, right? With this guy. 
we I told you we are solution architects and we architected the solution of having Alarac be here even before we knew this was our destination. That's how, that's what we do. You guys are good. <laughs> Make a decision check. <laughs> here we go. Now, does he get disadvantage for being drunk as shit? Yeah. Um, yeah, my constitution. My constitution was I I I, I sucked back that fire. <laughs> no, okay, okay, sure. So it's an eight. I can do. It's a roll. Oh, that's a professor. We'll go with I didn't know you were professor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the professor too. Yeah. So he he looks to you and goes, "Oh, I think you're pulling one over me." Yes. Uh. Um. Uh, and I just keep stumbling because I don't know how to respond. <laughs> And then he slaps you on the back and goes, Right, well, are we heading off? Oh, all right. I I'm guess good. we can go. Yes, no. Mm -hmm. I mean, are we staying the night? Gosh, no. It's only afternoon, isn't it? It is, yes. It's, I mean, it's not even midday, I don't think. Well, I, I would plan them having a spot of lunch and we can depart. That's a good idea. Young lady, Fantastic, uh, Felicity, I think it is. Yes, um... Could we get uh, a lovely the meal of the day? Uh, that bread smells delicious. Oh, and she yes, nods absolutely. Extra butter, please. She nods yep. and um, heads heads out the back. Uh, about fifteen minutes later, um, she comes out with a plate for each of you. It has um, a nice wedge of cheese, a uh, lovely fresh cooked uh, sourdough, uh, a few slices of bread with uh, butter on it and um, some uh, home-cooked meats. Uh, they look a bit like Silverside. So no, like, no rat, as, as we used to. <laughs> no rat, <laughs> certainly no rat. And she uh, oh, nods, puts the plates down and goes, Enjoy! Oh, Thank you. That smells lovely. Thank you very much. I mean, it's not rat, but I guess it's edible. Would you like me to cut yours in the shape of a rat? Would that help? It's not the same. You sure? It would kind of be fun. He doesn't. Could you actually? There's always your own food. <laughs> he doesn't cook those rats either. Oh dear. Well then, I'm just going to look down and focus very hard on my sourdough and extra butter. Uh, Alaric, you, you see, over here where we come from. Mm -hmm. This is what civilized people eat. I, I was trying to tell you for years. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't taste anywhere near as good. Wait, how long have you two known each other? Um, one, two, three, I think three, almost four years now. And you're still only work acquaintances. Well, I was he talking about that, but he, he saved my life more times than I can count. And you know what? Like enjoying the eating of rats makes you a solutions architect for the waste of the cities of the future. I like that. And uh, no, well, Barney and I, we're good friends. We're good friends. It was, uh, it's just Jace. Jace. Uh, yeah, just Jace. It's Jace out of earshot. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's talking up Felicity at the moment. Yeah, okay. he's flirting. He's flirting to no end. <laughs> in fact, in fact, here we go. Alrighty, Mr. Jace. How's he doing? <laughs> a roll? Oh, wow. Damn. A dirty oh. 20. Perform a oh. lovely 20 there. I think it might so, be a, a long lunch for Jace. <laughs> so so uh, you certainly notice that um, he is uh, doing quite a good job with uh, chatting up Felicity. 
um, and uh, he seems to have got onto a uh, stream of thought that she enjoys. Uh, she wants to go out and visit the world, um, but unfortunately, her father is in his twilight years, and so she has to stay, stay and look after him. And uh, you see he that, starts, Barney? You see how he didn't act as though he couldn't afford the beer. That, that that's the that, first that, step. That's why he's doing well. I, I, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Strange, but okay. Chase is becoming a, a character like with a, a woman in every port almost at the moment. Yep, for so sure. He meets a woman who's absolutely not interested in him at all. <laughs> Alaric, when he sleeps, let's cut his hair. I think that might be the source of his powers. We can definitely find out. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what's fun? If you cut half of it off, he has to make the decision the next day whether or not to cut it all <laughs> yes. off or leave it like that. I wow. think that would be lovely. The true evil. Yeah, I've got that written down in my swear word book too. <laughs> we need to come up with a name for that. It's the half haircut trick. <laughs> half haircut prank. But it needs to sound dirtier. The ham wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was something else entirely. That is usually That's... something else. <laughs> That's why it's so funny. And but perhaps we should table the ham wallet and head to the tower. Yes, let's. Excellent, excellent. Well, um, Chase, Chase, come on, we're going. Chase, and hurry up. He, he heads over, kind of his head. Uh, he he doesn't. He's not dejected at all. He just walks over with an air of whatever f flirtiness, nonchalance. He's, a, he's humming a nice, happy tune to himself. Yeah, and giving us all inspiration. <laughs> right, off we go to that wonderful fabled Don Vito Tower. Yes! He's a bit yes. steady on his feet. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, I mean, let's, let's go! Riki, can you let's hold on to me, light. please? Yes, and I mean, I'm equally small. I was going to say I'm very small, but I'm equally of a height with the professor, so we kind of wander off into the hills together. Have, have I ever told you, Ricky, how beautiful you look in the uh, afternoon sun? And this is where your friend zoned for a long time, permanently, <laughs> and no, professor. I remember that time you told me you, I reminded you of your daughter. Oh, yes. Wait. Oh, um, right. Anyway, moving on. He sort of steps away from you a little bit. Um, and he stays quiet for a little while. <laughs> um, okay, so the journey to the tower takes about one hour from the village. Uh, most of the journey is through cultivated farmland. However, the final trek up the hill is through a small forest. The terrain is quite rocky and the old overgrown path is difficult to follow at times, but eventually you get to the base of the tower. The, the ground of the tower is set into the hill. Oh, sorry, the ground floor of the tower is set into the hill. With the entrance into the tower, a carved channel of up to eight feet high in some places leading to a doorway approximately seven feet high and ten feet wide. In the doorway sits two large wooden doors with some sort of brazing placed across the entrance. Um, so uh, Felix walks up and goes, Well... Um, I think... Uh, Alarak, yes, Alarak, you could mm -hmm. probably deal with that, couldn't you? 
Yeah, yeah, just give us a give us a moment. Just start flexing and then uh start tearing off those braces, I guess. Right. Off you go. So as as you get closer, um uh, you notice that um these uh the bracing that's been set up is uh been stopped uh, it being set up to stop you from entering obviously but um it was mm-hmm. done about uh a, a while ago and the the wood uh, bracing has started to rot so um can i get you to make a strength check or yeah no it'll be a strength check please i'm uh, happy to help if you need it oh uh, it's it's not, not pretty a, rotten uh, difficult <laughs> it's quite rotten and um with a loud cracking noise uh the bracing shatters in his hands and uh, he looks quite spectacularly strong at that point there. <laughs> Damn um, right, and, and the doors, uh, which were being held up by the bracing at that point, one of them just collapses to the ground. Uh, you sort of dodge out of the way, and it uh, makes a loud crash as it uh, hits hits the ground to the side of you. After you? After <laughs> oh, the group. Excellent. Well done. I knew I hired you for a reason. Good, good. And um, you, uh, he sort of starts to stride confidently into the tower. Oh, hang on uh, a second. Maybe someone else should go first. Um, perhaps Jace? we paid? <laughs> yes. Um, who? I mean, I could go any, mini miny, mo, or you could choose. Oh, I'll, I'll be the brave one. I'll walk in. Uh, Jace, Jace will put his hand on front of your chest, Alarak, and he, he'll be like, Let me go first. Okay, I will allow Jace to take the lead on this. So he will... Uh, I think he's going to stealth his way forward. Okay, make a stealth check. Ah, oh, see, so that's smart. I was just going to stroll confidently in. Oh. oh, wait, Jace is going first. Sorry, I thought it was a bunny. Okay, J- Jace is making yeah. a stealth check. Eight. So that's an eight um, with a roll of three. So mm. he starts slinking in, um, and as he gets towards the uh, fallen door... He um, steps on it, thinking it's uh, completely lying flat on the ground, and, and it makes a large clattering noise as he steps on it, and he uh, winces in pain, but uh, continues moving forwards. So you make your way into the bottom floor of the tower. Your footsteps kick up a layer of dust that rests on everything here. This floor is in disarray, tables destroyed, bookcases ruined. Any footprints other than ours before we get in? Um, make a survival check. Okay, just a second. Oh, isn't it just Jace inside right now? Ah, uh, no. Alarek is doing a survival check. You uh, can't see any footprints. If it's humans, okay. I believe I get advantage. Ah, uh, I... Th- okay. Uh, Tracking in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you, you have a look around, a quick look around, and uh, you do notice a few animal tracks, but uh, nothing uh, larger than probably small size. So no one's been here for quite a while, then. Okay. Good to know. Is there anything around that doesn't look destroyed? Looks like, you know, I don't know, still perfect. Oh, I'm just going to share the image first. What about the books? Just hold on a second. <laughs> Those animal footprints, though, they look almost wolvish. Okay, so we've got Jace uh, ahead. You guys can uh, move yourselves back if you want at the moment. 
that um, that's the flaw that you can see at this point in time. Hmm. So, so um, what were the questions again? Firstly, I think it was um, uh, Manet. Yep. Sorry. Was there anything that looks like it hasn't been destroyed or touched? Like, if you said that everything looks quite old, is there anything that looks a lot newer or like preserved? Make it, um, from where you are at the moment, it's a bit hard to see too much, but uh, you can make a perception check to see uh, to look for that uh, from what, where you can see yep. at the moment. So a roll of thirteen. Um, so you have a look around from where you can see just through the doorway. And um, no, it all seems to be quite uh, old and uh, destroyed. It's, and is it so? Looking inside, though, it's not dark inside. Like there's light coming in through the windows and whatnot. Um, no, this is this is actually below ground level, so it is almost uh, pitch black darkness. So unless you have dark vision, you're going to have trouble seeing anything in here. Okay, Chase does have dark vision. So when Jace looks around the corner. Uh, and he sees the like the the spider webs and that. Does he notice anything about those spider webs? Make a nature check. Dum, dum, dum. That is a thirteen plus one fourteen. Okay, you um, study the spider webs. They seem to um, look to be not particularly big, like made from large spiders that you've heard about in. In uh, history books, they're just small uh, cobwebs. There doesn't seem to be any spiders uh, situated in the webs at this point in time. This place oh, is covered in spider webs. Hmm. What should we do? Stay out of them. So Jace goes, and, Jace goes and touches one of the spider webs. <laughs> okay, he, he, it, closer. He, he, gives, he gives it a flick. So that's the door that's open. Uh, he goes, goes up and flicks a spiderweb. It sort of just yeah, breaks away just, like a normal spiderweb. I think we're going to be okay. And so he'll he'll uh, continue. So he whispers that back to the guys, and then he mm -hmm. stealths his way back inside to that point, looking around. I'll be following stealthed. And and testing the floorboards with his with his toe as he moves, trying to avoid the creaky ones. Can I get you to make a stealth check as well, please, Alarak? <laughs> so Jace has already stepped on the door that's collapsed and made a horrible noise. Alarak uh, just comes stomping in, um, uh, oblivious to everything, and um, does a horrible job of uh, keeping the noise down. It's this chain loincloth. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Bonnie lights a torch. May as well. Torch flickers to life, illuminating the nearby area. Now, when, now that Jace and I are a bit further in, I'll sort of wave the other guys in. It looks safe-ish, I think. Uh, what are these holes in the floor, though? Are they actually just holes to the lower ground, lower level? So... These floorboards have seen better days. There is mm -hmm. a, a bit of damage, um, possibly wood rot and such. And it, it's uh, a bit of a hole, but um, it doesn't go down too, too much further, probably about two or three beat, uh, feet to a uh, stone, uh, to the uh, bedrock of this hill. 
Right, right. So there's not a there's not a. I'd probably have to get up to close to see. There's not a, a level below. Okay. No, there's no level below from what you can tell. Just needs to be up. Lyria, I was just going to see if anyone has you know, packed magic or anything like that. Oh, that would be useful. Well, he just kind of he just shouts. Oh, how does it look in there? As Come closer, you and you'll see. Dark. <laughs> uh, Jace will probably climb up on top of the table to try to get a better look from a little bit higher up. Make a acrobatics check, please. Ooh, natural <laughs> one plus four is five. Right. So Jace confidently starts striding up to the on this uh, table. And um, the table creaks and groans and then shatters with him uh, losing his footing and tumbling to the ground. And uh, he smacks his head on the floor, taking three damage, three bludgeoning damage. Silly Jace. Does his hair come out, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) No, the hair cushioned more damage. (laughs) So he lands on the ground there. Are there any Sorry. books? Are there any? You mentioned bookcases before. Are there any books or anything lying around? Make a perception check. You're, you're not inside, so it's a bit hard to see from where you are. If you want to get a better look, you'd have to. Oh, well, I'm a bit further inside now. Um, yeah, can I have a look around? Yes, we we wander in very cautiously, yes. um, considering that uh, Jace's antics haven't appeared to rouse any attacks. So we just wander in very carefully and have a look around. So was it a, okay. per- a per- perception check? Perception, yep. And if you can call out your rolls so that um, people who listen to this on podcast can actually hear them. Well, Riki rolled a five, so she's fairly certain that she's indoors, but she's not quite entirely sure. <laughs> so Riki walks Valeria's into... Valeria's not much better at a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Riki walks in um, and is, is too uh, focused on looking around the whole room and doesn't pick up on the fact there's a spiderweb right next to her and she sort of like walks into the spiderweb at that point and her hair is covered in spiderweb and so she's way too distracted with the web to get a good view on anything. Illyria has a look around and um, while there seems to be bookcases, it's hard from her location um, to see if there's any books inside them from where she is. There's, I'll point out where the bookcases are in a second. Were there any spiders in the spiderweb? No, no one's seen a spider yet. That's a shame. I like how he says yet. It means <laughs> she lobs about to come out from the ground. Oh, that's a little terrifying. Oh, so by the by the way, I have forgotten about the presence of Bindi, my little squirrel friend, who's currently tucked away quite safely in the backpack. Excellent. So those those are two the two bookcases that you can see. Covered with spider webs, of course. So What's- just What's again. the worst that can happen? No one before, has to detect magic. Before Alarak moves off, though, Wolvani kind of uh, puts his his hand to his mouth, and he kind of shouts to towards Alarak. It's not really shout, shouts, but he's like, Alarak, this adventure stuff is a lot more scary than grifting. Yes, tell our employer who, we're grifters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good joke, Wabani. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought it was very amusing. 
Elodia sort of just gives like a ha ha sort of response. Definitely not a me. Jace picks himself up from the ground. And he, he gets up and of course he does it with a flourish. As if he intended everything. Riki goes to clap but then stops herself. Uh, nothing but books here. We are going upstairs. What books are there? Yeah, when you say nothing but books, I wander over and have a closer look. Okay. You will have to get closer to where those arrows are pointing. Chase moves to look off to the south. Okay, so you see there's more damaged floorboards to the south and more spiderwebs. Uh, nothing of interest um, sticks out. Of course, that means jump over. <laughs> uh, can I have a bit of a look around at this point? Uh, perhaps, you know, see if I can perceive anything terrifying or dangerous? Uh, yes, you can make a perception check. Okay, that one was a bit better. It was a 15. Okay, so uh, you have a look and you uh, examine the bookcase nearby. Anything of value seems to have been uh, taken out of this bookcase. It's uh, quite empty and uh, heavily uh, damaged. You get the feeling that this first floor might have been ransacked by whoever came, uh, came here before. Oh, Harold. Harold the Cheeky Explorer. Meanwhile, from the doorway, you hear Professor go, Have we found anything yet? Any dangers? Can I come in? Hello? No, Professor, you stay back. Do, do, do you need a light? No, no, I'm quite good. And uh, a light suddenly uh, flashes on um, from his uh, walking cane. It'd be oh, quite fine, yeah. Professor. That doesn't look like there's anything on this floor. It's completely safe. You should come in and, yeah, it's absolutely fine. Right, well, um, I'll just enter here. Um, the door. <laughs> oh, Jace, you seem to be bleeding on the head there. What's happened? He, he's fine. Don't worry about him. Well, I mean, aren't you the medic here? Shouldn't you be caring for your team? He, he needs to get a little bit more bumped before I intervene. I see. Well, right. Um, so... Upstairs, then? I should probably have a look around here first. Hmm, let's see. He sort of walks over to there and goes, Yep, uh, nothing there. Right, um, over here. Um, hmm, let's have a look around. Nope, nothing here. Yes, I think upstairs. That's a great idea. I came up with that, didn't I? Yes, you, you certainly did, Professor. Excellent, excellent. Well... Uh, onwards and upwards. Ah, oh, yes. Oh. Um, so the the stairs to the uh, north are heavily damaged, and it would be quite mm -hmm. difficult climbing those. But the stairs to the south uh, are much in much better shape. South then? Well, we should go up the south ones, unless they look like they go to different places. Or is it sort of leading to the same balcony? Or make a, an intelligence check. Oh, 
going to be a strength check. Yeah, <laughs> Not to work something out like that. <laughs> Gosh. You have no idea. They could go to the same place. They could, could go to, to... This is a wizard's tower. This could go to a different portal. Different dimension. This is very true. I reckon we should each go up... See if they go up different places. All right. Well, would you like to take the north steps then? And I'll take the south. Okay. I keep thinking of David Bowie in the labyrinth. Your mommy of the babe. I'm a lyric. Carefully going to take the south stairs? Okay. Well, going to look under this table real quick. Uh, roll a perception check and a uh, athletics check for you, Alarak, to climb the stairs on the north. Yeah, that's more like it. Athletics. This I can do. 11 perception. This I could normally do. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, that was a natural one. one with a seven. <laughs> so we'll, we'll cover Wabani first. You look underneath the tower and the there's something that is glimmering un, uh, Sorry, underneath the table. There's something that's glimmering on there, but uh, after closer inspection, you realize that it's uh, one of Jace's uh, errant hairs that has come off his head. <laughs> well, I didn't realize Crawling. he was that shiny. Is he really super shiny? That's incredible, Jace. I, I am impressed that your hair does that. You know, it's it's the kind of hair product you put into it. I, I would never know. I haven't had a hair my entire life. I should really show you the um, the, the product I use sometime. Is it the oh, hundred? Right. Is it the hundred strokes of hair brushing you do before bed each night? That's none of your concern. He looks rather embarrassed. Aww. But look, I get all my hair products from Shifty Eyed Pete. He does more <laughs> than pies. Okay. Um, so, right, on to the natural one for athletics climbing <laughs> stairs. So, you um, start managing to climb the stairs and uh, you pick out what you feel is the, the best path forward, but uh, at once you reach here, the the um, stair crumbles underneath your feet, and d- uh, you desperately try to catch on to something, but um, it's too difficult, and you start tumbling down to the ground. Can I get you to make a dexterity saving throw? See if you sure. can limit your damage. Oh, that's four plus one, five. So you bounce down the the, uh, the stairs without any ability to slow yourself down, and then you hit the ground, and uh, you take six bludgeoning damage as uh, you whack your chest and shoulder into the hard wooden floor. Did I Ooh. see this? Uh, yeah, you would have seen it. You would have. You would have certainly heard it. Wobani will rush up and, and, and Alarak, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, just just fine. And I'll stand up with a flourish as though I meant to do that. <laughs> um, and, maybe those stairs are a little bit uh, uneven. We should probably take the southern ones. Just Sounds like a button. One second, Alarak, let me just quickly apply this bandage. Thank you. Are, do, Thank you. Would you like this bandage now, or are you? Do you think you'll be okay? Oh, I should be all right. Oh, if you if you say so. And Jace is pissed off because Tobani tried to heal him. Uh, Alaraka didn't heal him. 
It's just it looks like he's uh, sli- he's slightly bruised. <laughs> in, in in the most chivalrous fashion possible, he's like, "You are the the bottom of a wine glass," which is <laughs> really really insulting. And he he looks to Riki to see if Riki writes it down. I do. I quite like it. It's poetic <laughs> and beautiful. And he smiles. He feels better. As as this is happening, happening, uh, Illyria heads up the southern stairs, and they seem to be quite stable and, and easy to traverse. So I'm happy to uh, navigate to the next floor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just one moment. Jace thinks about his words and he's like, Ricky, I think maybe, how about the bottom of a rice pan? Oh, you know what? I'll write that one down too. Oh, that's, I'm so happy. Oh, we got fog of war. That means trouble. <laughs> it does uh, not. It could mean no. It does. It means trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, the first floor of the tower seems to be slightly better preserved, from what you can see, um, but it's a bit hard to notice it at the moment because you can't see around the corner. So who, who wants to duck their head around first? Uh, wait, wait, Illyria. I'm I'm concerned. If it's it's quite dark up there, perhaps I'm interfering with your dark vision. Maybe I should go down a couple steps. Bravely lead from behind. Yes, I'll take a peek <laughs> around the side. You people that can see in the dark—that's unfair. Oh, I'm sure there's other advantages. So you'll have so- to get up a little bit closer, Alarak. Um, to peek around the side. Sure. <laughs> and that's when you see the beholder. Wait, no. Brazenly walks into the open. Still on. I am still trying to be quiet-ish, but I don't think uh, we've done too well so far. I think we've sort of announced <laughs> our presence. Yeah, any, any attempt at stealth is going to be quite difficult. So, as... The, the first floor of the tower seems to be slightly better preserved. It has seen, uh, mm-hmm. it has not seen any ransacking, um, from what you can tell, but it has still fallen down in some areas. There is some furniture, along with uh, material or fabric scattered across the floor. This floor is also covered in a thick layer of dust with a collection of cobwebs in places. The lack of ransacking makes me nervous. Yeah, this is... Stay back, Professor. This, this could get dangerous. Okay, I, I'll stay here with this uh, lovely Wabani fellow. Tell me oh, a tale, buddy. Don't. I'm not a coward. And I would sort of say to the others who are near me, uh, just it, no one's been up here. Could be trouble. Do you see any, any footsteps, Alarak? That's a good question. Do I? No, there's none. I thought, no. yeah, there was no signs of anyone. Yeah, lots of dust, no footsteps. Was any of the dust of... disturbed at all? If I move forwards? 
So I'll just reveal, uh, since you get to there, you get able to see the rest. Um, if you have a look around, the uh, it certainly doesn't look like uh, the dust has been disturbed. Although you can make a perception check to have a closer look. As we walk, does the dust get disturbed? I think that's an alarm. Yes, definitely as you walk, the dust does get disturbed. Can I look up at the ceiling? Is there anything on the ceiling? So this the ceiling is, uh, from your point, it's uh, quite a distance. It's probably about 20 or... Uh, it's probably about 30 feet. Um, whereas for Alarak and Illyria, it's, it's a little bit lower. The ceiling is made of the same wooden uh, floorboards of the uh, floors that you had traversed at this point in time. Is there something in particular you're supposed to be looking for? No, no, I just think that um, Riki's fairly young and enthusiastic, but she's been around long enough to know that uh, most trouble comes from higher than her being so short. Wise words. Feelings? Yeah, what's giving me the heebie-jeebies is this huge collection of cobwebs under whatever is here in the uh, this, this centre table-looking thing. It's it always spiders. looks like scratches. Don't be a, don't be a wuss, Alarak. You can step on them. In, they can get pretty big. Really? Back where you come from, the spiders get big. Oh, they're huge. The size of dinner plates. I mean, Wabani could technically step on the spider of any size, but it would really decrease the amount of damage if the spider was ten times his size. Well, so you're hitting... he, he hears those words and he's like, in his head, he's like, two plus two. I no, what? A spider the size of a sense. giant horse would be hard to squish, right? Hard, not impossible. There's always fire. So um, you're heading in, is that correct, Alarak? Oh, uh, yeah. He, he, he call, basically called me a coward. I have to. <laughs> As. <laughs> As you enter the room, the vision of a derelict and damaged floor shimmers, then begins to fade away. In its place, a glimmering and pristine library appears instead. Bookcases cover all the useful surfaces of this chamber, and the arcane enchanted torches shed light at appropriate places along the walls. Within the chamber, you see a robed man leaning over a desk and writing in a piece of parchment. After a moment, he raises his arms in triumph and then moves to a faintly glowing arcane circle. He sets down a few candles around the arcane circle, then with a flick of his wrist, they light up and blaze brightly. He then steps back and starts to read from the parchment. You cannot hear what the man is saying, but you can guess that it's some sort of ritual. As he reads the parchment, the light of the circle starts to grow brighter and then takes on a sickly purple colour. The man stops and looks worried, then hurriedly puts the parchment down and starts looking through a book that he produces from his robes. No matter what he does, though, the arcane circle remains just as bright and then starts to warp and twist. All of a sudden, the creature most horrid and unimaginable appears in the circle. It is an amorphous blob of oozing red flesh and multitude of reptilian eyes that move on their own accord. And finally, copious amounts of large orifices filled with razor-sharp teeth. A horrible wail emanates from the mouth of this beast, and it takes all your willpower not to cover your ears. This creature sees the robed man and nudges towards him. The man shrieks and turn, try, uh, turns to run away, only to trip on the nearby carpet. He falls prey to the abomination's hunger as it moves up and starts to consume the poor fellow. His, shriek, his shrieks are quickly cut off and you cannot see him anymore. Just then, a bright light bursts forth from the arcane circle and travels upwards, 
passing through the ceiling, but you have no time to think about this as the creature you see um, starts to move in your general direction. Yeah, nah. Uh, I'm, I'm turning around just a sec. Uh, are the others still following behind? Or have I entered like another dimension where they can't, <laughs> where they don't exist? So every everybody, well, you're certainly seeing it. Um, the other people are seeing sort of a, a weird sort of image that is slowly changing for them. So they're, they're kind of seeing it as well. Yeah, nah, that, that's... I'm having none of this. Professor, there's some magic nonsense going on. Uh, do you guys want to come up here and help me with this thing? So just hold on a sec. I will share you the new map. Um, and um, I will um, think this is probably a good time to uh, go for our five minute break before we roll initiative. So I'll just uh, switch that over in a second. Sounds good. Welcome back. Um, as you can see, I've brought up a new map and the Arcane Circle uh, for everyone here. Or actually, I probably just should summarize what's happened so far. The party has made it to the Don Vito Tower and they have explored the first, uh, the ground floor. They're up on the first floor now and it seems to have brought them back to um, a image of the tower at its height and a strange abomination has appeared in an Arcane Circle and consumed the poor robed man who was uh, summoning it. So, uh, can I get everyone to roll initiative, please? Okay. That's a natural um, 20 for Alarak for 21. Riki's rolled 6 for 9. And for Jace has rolled an 8, and Wobani's a 13. And uh, Manet? Uh, no, 10 for Illyria. 10 for Illyria. Okay. With that, we have Alaric up first. What do you do? <sighs> okay, guys, this doesn't look good. How far away is... Okay. I want to try and remember where those floor... Floor that were broken... Before this changed, there was holes in the floor. I want to try and remember where those were so I don't step in them. <laughs> Make an intelligence check. That's a two for minus one, so one. This this glowing arcane light is uh, befuddled your senses, and you have no idea. Okay, I'll go up thirty feet then, and ready my action to attack it when it comes within range okay so just to let you know these um bookcases uh that are in the center are actually only chest high so you can look over them and they, they're a good use of cover whereas the book uh, ah, bookcases good. just to the left of alarak along the wall uh at uh, head height and um the bookcase at The bookcases there are also chest height. Okay, so these are more like desk ones in the middle of the map. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. 
So the professor is going to um, feebly hide downstairs and not do anything. <laughs> oh, except he, he, he turns to Wabani and goes, Well, do your job. Go on, Wabani. I, I, I got you, Professor. I got you. Well, come on, Professor. Surely you know some buffing spells. So, and these, these bright lights, they, I mean, I see these bright lights, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this... So this I will has... absolutely drop my torch, leave it where it is, and I will uh, run across to here. I okay. my, ac- my action is to dash. All right. So the, the creature, um, after consuming that poor fellow, turns to see the newcomers and uh, moves towards moves towards Alarak. So it moves up towards you, Alarak, and um, as it moves over the carpet, um, the carpet start, starts to writhe and um, wriggle. Uh, it's so this is a some sort of horrible uh, creature, and as it goes over the carpet, the carpet starts to writhe and wriggle, uh, similar to the movements of this uh, blob. Uh, it looks to you uh, with its many eyes, Alarak. And mm-hmm. um, then you hear this horrible um, spitting noise, and a small globule of um, of itself seems to fly towards you and land right next to you. So it's going to use its uh, spittle spawn. Uh huh. And because that's its own spawn, it's part of itself. Does that count as the trigger to be able to attack it? <laughs> so, um. What What do you mean? To attack what? Because oh, I had yeah, the held yeah, yeah. action. No, that's it. fine. When it, when it lands next to you, you do get a, a hit on it. Great. So it's a smaller version of um, the the uh, creature to the north of you. It uh, lands in front of you, and um, as it hits the carpet, you manage uh, you're able to take a swipe at it. Fantastic. There's and a you ten hit it. for sixteen. All right. 12 damage. So you cut it down um, right in front of you and it doesn't manage to do anything else. It uh, sort of just melts into the floor. Very nice. Okay, it spits. Stay back, guys. Illyria, you're up. We're going to take a few steps in towards it. Well, you range and then cast Firebolt. So it's it's a bit hard here. You'll have have uh, negative two to your attack because it's behind the bookcase, the, the oh, chest height bookcase. Is it smaller than chest height? It's some, you can see some of its uh, mass above the bookcase, so you can target it, but it's harder to hit. Right, that's fine. So negative two. Yeah. Well, that was a miss. So the firebolt um, slams into the uh, bookcase in front of it, and it starts to smolder slightly. Riki. Okay, so I think Riki can manage to move. Uh, she'd need to kind of... She can't quite get into the room, I don't think, can she? Uh, 
Um, yeah, it'd be a bit hard to actually see. Okay, so she's just managed to get around the corner. She's scrambling to see what's going on, and she desperately wants to help, but she knows she can't quite get far enough this time. Uh, so she moves that distance, and then she casts Mage Armor on herself. Okay. I think you already have it on. It must have still been on from last time. I haven't cast it today. Okay, well, um, the effect's there, so we'll just run with that effect for now. That's cool. Okay, and I'll just cross off a level 1 spell. Jace. Jace will drop his rapier and uh, pull his crossbow from his side uh, and come walking, uh, racing up around the corner and seeing what's there, he says, Well, Bunny, grab me! So I don't know if you're going to let this happen. So what he wants to do is come up to the side of Wobani, and with his last bit of movement, Wobani just uh, bends a little bit so he can get up onto his back. And then he's going to fire his crossbow. Um, okay, so get Wobani to make an athletics check and Jace to make a acrobatics check. If, if it, It's up to you. If it's going to cost an action... No, no. Um, he's, he's sort of Wabani is not doing too much, but he's sort of standing there trying to hold Jace up okay. as he starts climbing on him. Wabani rolls a 19 for his athletics, and Jace, his acrobatics is <laughs> six. Two plus four, six. Damn you, Jace. So he starts to climb up, and Wabani does his best to hold him, but. Um, the uh, image of him falling off the table downstairs flashes through his eyes and he wobbles precariously. He can make his shot, but it's at disadvantage. Okay. Let's let her rip. Here we go. It's also at negative two, two as well. Oh, and at minus two as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. So then that would be a 15. A 15. I think that still hits though. Yep, it hits. So, because he hits, he, at the time that he was Bardic Inspirations, and puts Psychic Blades on his weapon to make it a magical attack. Okay. I think he's got that set up make, correctly. Make so. sure you target him, though. You're not targeting that moment. Oh. Ah, oh, because Wobani's targeting. Come on, Jace. I double-clicked you. There we go. And... There it is. Whoa, well nice. Done. Well done. So the, the bolt flies through and catches it uh, above uh, at the top portion, and it sort of wobbles um, and uh, sort of deformed slightly, but is still present. And of course, Jace does a little flourish as he's done. Alarak, it's your turn next. Okay. Uh, I'll go up the... Can I hit it from there? Uh, it's it's kind of hard to... Because it's midway between the squares there. Um, 
maybe if you were midway between those two squares. What, is, what does it say when you target it? Because it should give you a distance. Ten feet. There we go. Then that's fine. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to be anywhere near this, so I'm going to cast Zephyr Strike. Give myself advantage on this attack. And what does that do? An extra 1d8. One second. I have to target myself for this first, don't I? I'm not sure where a Strike, but yep, okay. If you're doing additional damage, yeah. And then uh, do my hit. Oh, it hits. Uh, 15. Nice. So you and strike then... down. Sorry, and yep. then you step back to you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because uh, I can, with Zephyr Strike, I can walk back 30 feet. Okay. Stop then next to that guy. So you strike down hard with your glaive and uh, then step back. So you carve off a, a large chunk off the uh, the uh, blob and uh, it sort of uh, melts into the floor, but uh, there's still a portion of it left. Question, when I got close, is that carpet round it writhing the same even... Is it getting worse? Is it about the same? It's, it's about the same, but you didn't step towards the carpet, so um, you weren't affected by it. Yeah, guys, maybe don't step on the carpet near it. And that's the turn. Can I get also to make you uh, get you to make a perception check, please? Sure. Uh, eighteen. So, you noticed as you got closer to the arcane circle that it seems to be starting to get bright again. It sort of got bright for a second. That's when that thing uh, was summoned, and then it dulled a little bit, and it started to get bright, brighter again. Uh, and uh, I don't know about finger wiggly magic nonsense, but that arcane circle's glowing. Might be more coming. Never a good we sign. Never a good sign. Are, are there any um, candles or anything that we can disrupt to disrupt the circle? There's candles uh, around the edge of the arcane circles. Okay. Well, Vanny will uh, basically uh, take a running long jump to jump up on top of the um, the shelves. Okay. And when he gets up to the top, he will uh, try to do a pull the dead on the... Okay, so that'll be still at negative two, because it's it's hard up against that yep. um, other bookcase. Boof. Uh, saving throw. Okay, uh, it doesn't matter. Um, yep. It's uh, the, the toll sounds around the creature, and it wobbles and um, fails its saving throw. So you're able to deal damage. Yeah, that's all Damn. Oh, Not the sure minus two. The minus two uh, came into effect I'll add, this I'll time. Add plus add up to that. Okay. Okay. Eleven damage with the toll of the dead. He all right. Still stands. So it um, starts moving up again.
and it uh, releases another uh, globule. Um, this time, uh, it uh, aims for Jace. Oh no, not Jace. No, not Jace. Totally not Jace. We don't cope when he gets damaged. <laughs> so it lands right next to Jace, and um, the carpet around uh, the creature starts to writhe and coil, just like the uh, the other creature. And the, the carpet it is on uh, is writhing and coiling as well. As it gets closer to you, Alarak, it's not quite the the um, warped carpet is not quite close enough to you yet. Mm-hmm. So is it? This warped carpet is it only where it's been, or is it in front of it as well, like the whole area? Make a perception check. Uh, Twenty, not natural. Uh, it yeah. looks to be that uh, it's only around itself. It seems mm-hmm. to warp the fabric uh, of space-time around itself, and the fabric of the carpet. Got it. Yeah. Valeria. When this small mutated horror, though, just real quick question. Uh, When the small mutated horror landed in front of Chase, will you allow him to say two words? And what words would those be? My sword! (laughs) Sure, that he's left on the stairs um, off elsewhere. Yes. Illyria's going to leave that for Chase to deal with and go towards the... (laughs) Find that fireball again now that he's out from cover. Oh, fucking awful! You're having <laughs> terrible luck tonight. Yep, that was ten. Not quite enough. Well, Barney just goes. <gasps> oh dear. Well, Riki can see this small mutated horror right in front of her, and she's quite unhappy that it's so close. So she targets it. And she casts... Hmm. She has a bit of think about it and casts good old magic missile. Okay, and she will have... Sorry, no, you say it. Can I move before I do that or do I need to cast three in, in succession? Not sure about that one. It, well, I don't know that it would play out very naturally. I don't think so. We'll, we'll say that you can't move while you're in mid-cast. And she can't actually see. The yeah. So the, the last one, the uh, last one is fizzles out. Can she? No. Can she see the circle from here? Um. Well, you, you can see probably an edge of the circle, but. Um, the, the bookcases, the chest-high bookcases are making it hard to I'm get a good visual on it. I'm just wondering if she can get a shot off at one of the candles. Um, yes. Let's say you can hit one of the candles. Okay. So, so it's, it doesn't have an attack roll, so it just hits the candle and uh, the candle is snuffed out. The light is still uh, bright. There's, there's a few candles down there. It's more than just one. Okay, so she's made her spell, uh, but she can move now. So she moves across so she has a a better view of the room. Okay, Jace. 
Uh, Jace is probably going to feeling conf he'll be feeling confident after that last bit. So he is probably going to take another shot with his crossbow uh, at the horror. Uh, any anything that I need to do, like any disadvantages or negatives, or is no, it all this good? one's fine. This is a clear shot. Okay. Fifteen. It's a hit. So he is feeling more conservative. He will just do damage. Ah, good. So the bolt sinks in, and uh, the amorphous uh, creature sort of melts away. Um, is he moving at all? He he kind of looks around, uh, you know, and then you know, kind of just puts the crossbow at his side, and then he kind of just uh, strolls forward, uh, all confident as all can be. You see that? Okay. Damn, I'm good. Okay, as um, as that last one dies and, and Jace strides forward, the circle uh, explodes with light again, and um, two of these creatures, uh, one a smaller, one a larger, appear um, in the circle. Yeah, damn, you're good, Jace. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Just hold on a second. There you go. Okay, Alarak, you're up. Okay, let's uh, have a look at this. Can I vault over this bookcase to get there? Uh, actually, no, I'll try to stay away from that guy. Uh, how do I undo that walk? That line. There you go, done. Yeah, I want to get up on the on the bookcase there. Just there. Okay. So you easily jump up onto the bookcase. You, um, can I get you to make an acrobatics check? Because there's some, some uh, maps on there. There's okay. a 15. You, um, your, your feet slide a little bit, but uh, you maintain a, a solid foothold. And I'll just hold action to attack any uh, nasty blob of... Eldritch Horror that gets within 10 feet of me. Fantastic. Okay. Um, the first one uh, moves up towards you, Alarak. So you get to make your attack opportunity. One second. Uh, 14 hit. With a quick swipe, you uh, cleave through it and uh, carve a a nice uh, chunk off it, and it sort of melts uh, away slightly. The the bookcase sort of melts away slightly. Uh, The bookcase is not warping uh, like the carpet is, and uh, it starts to uh, attempt to chow down on you. And hits. Oh. And you feel uh, two two of the mouths uh, clamp onto your legs, and you feel the the uh, needle-like teeth sink in and uh, cut cut you nastily. 
and then it sort of turns and uh, spits a uh, small globule towards our good friend Jace. Just making uh, concentration saves for Zephyr Strike. Reinforcements. Okay. So this one lands right next to Jace, and uh, the carpet starts to writhe and crawl near, near him. Can I get Jace to make a uh, dexterity saving throw, Is please? His turn done? Uh, it will be, but um, I just want uh, Jace to make Hello? a dexterity saving throw. You guys there? Can you hear me, Wabani? I can hear you, but you can't hear me. Can you guys hear me now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Jesus, I don't know. It keeps dropping. Okay, anyways. Um, can, I, can I get Jace to make We heard a... you for half a second. Hmm. Yeah, you sort Jace of dropped do... out a little bit there. I think I think you might be having issues with your internet. Well, I th- yeah, it could be. Um, you wanted Jace to do what? A dexterity saving throw, please, because the carpet nearby is starting to warp and uh, fold. That would be a 23, an 18. Okay. Plus 5, 23. So um, the the carpet starts to form tentacles, and uh, they attempt to wrap around his legs to hold him down, but uh, Jace is too quick and uh, steps back. Oh, it looks like Alarak is uh, having issues now, so Alarak needs to drop out and drop back in too. There we go. You can hear us okay now, TD? Yes, yes. Okay, All right. cool. Okay, well, Bonnie is going to uh, st- stroll across uh, the shelves, and as he's strolling, he will once more target... He will target the one that's bothering Alarak. And he will try to do another toll of the dead. Is that one damaged? The one in front? Yes, it is damaged. Okay. So I need to roll that. Well. Oh, that bites the big one. And as he does that, he, well, uh, I, I hold my hunga manga with my holy symbol, pointing it towards the uh, the horror and uh, speak some words. And, and then at the same time, I lift up my, my left hand and point it towards uh, Alarak and I throw a bonus uh, healing word at him. Thank you very much. And you get to uh, spend a healing surge as well. Okay, so the healing energy rushes over you and you feel almost at full uh, full health again. Right, so the uh, smaller uh, mutated horror moves towards Alarak as well. Oh. You are the closest person. It bites down at you, but um, you uh, knock it away with a quick flick of your wrist. 
Illyria. Are you there, uh, Manet? I'm here, can you hear me? Yep, we can yep, hear you. Can right. now. Um, if I cast Acid Splash at the reinforcements over there, am I going to be right to miss Alarak? It's just one other target, correct? I think it's an AoE. Uh-oh. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we're two. We we're can. in five feet of each other. Yep. All right, cool. Yeah, so you can target the two and, uh, and miss. So Lyra's going to move forwards. I mean, you Alarak. can choose to hit Alarak if you want. I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> After you just tried so hard. That's a crit. Crit saving throw. Oh, they both succeed. What is happening? <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Don't... No, it, earlier it, it's just like, what the hell? I, f I feel like the uh, arcane energies in this building are interfering with your link to the arcane and uh, anything you do is, is starts just fizzling out <laughs> Riki okay so Riki looks carefully at the situation kind of sums it up and has a bit of a think about it pulls and and let me just have a quick look You guys still there? So, yep. mm -hmm. Riki okay. pulls out a small white rock chip from her backpack and casts Snillock's Snowball Swarm and then see if she can center the spell because it has a five-foot radius sphere. Can you please put one of those together for me so I can just see? Can I center that? So it'll hit two of those creatures, but also take out part of the um, the magic circle. Yep, you can certainly do that. Okay, so I so I would then be targeting both of them and casting that spell. Go 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 go! Nice. One fails, Another one succeeds. Gosh. But I think it's a uh, half damage on success. Yeah, so I just... Um, Alright, let's see. Because it's not a cantrip. Alright. Nice. So, um, the the chill touch of your um, flurry of snowballs uh, hits both of the creatures and um, one of them perishes and, and, and the blob sort of freezes hard in front of Alarak. The other one seems to shrug off the uh, cold damage also the uh the circle to the north of you uh flitters out as uh most of the candles now uh the uh out good job okay yeah, yeah nice is, is, is the circle actually gone Not fully well the circle's still there but uh about three the quarters of the gone. candles are gone and the light is, oh, yeah. is not there. glowing anymore Okay, Fantastic. so Riki carefully moves forward Hello? to be close to Illyria. Well, can't hear us again. It's terrible. <laughs> to, uh, I, I know. Disconnected. I'll have to see what the heck's going on after this. Jace. 
Okay. Um, Jace is going to try uh, because this guy is right in his face. He can't, um, and he doesn't have his sword with him. He's basically uh, can can he try to shove the small mutated horror with his foot into the shelf behind him? So basically, a shove action, and he's and then he's going to try to take off to the south to go grab his rapier. Uh, it's packed full of books, so there's no real space behind it to move. Although you could t- take the disengage action. Would Jace do that? He probably would. He would take the disengage action. So he is going to disengage and basically uh, head for his uh, his sword, his rapier. Okay. With Jace running away, the uh, little horror uh, looks around and uh, decides that Illyria is the closest target. So it starts moving up towards you, um, Illyria, and the, the carpet nearby starts to warp and um, and little tentacles start to grow inside it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I am going to move my 30 feet away from it uh, along the bookcase. As I do, I'm going to give it a slap just before I actually get out of range. Seventeen. So I think you only get that 30 speed of movement once. Like you cast it, you can hold it for one minute, but you get your damage yeah. and 30 feet of speed of movement once. Well, I can always just have my 30 movement though. I've still got 30 movement on every turn. That's, that's, that's true. So you hit it, you deal damage. Yep. Uh, so you're provoking, are you? Oh, because oh, the spell, you don't provoke any opportunities for the whole time. That thing lasts ah, the whole time. It's just that damage. Right. So, yeah. And then just okay. move the extra 20 feet away. Excellent. It, it bravely attempts to follow you. <laughs> but it can't attack. Craziness. Craziness. Wabani. Alright. Um, I look and I see Illyria to the south and Alarak to the north. And once more. Fail. What is going on here? Can you do the damage? Can you hear me? Oh, okay. I thought I'd lost you again. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the joys of Australian internet. <laughs> oh, man. Good old okay. NBN. Yeah, NBN. Lovely NBN fiber. Uh, at which point he goes, Alarak, you got it. Of course I do. Did I lose you guys? No, no. Can you hear us? Okay. Can't hear Alarak. Yeah, yeah. I've got it. Of course I do. All right. So then I drop, I jump back down over here. Okay. Boop. 
Illyria, can I get you to make a dexterity saving throw, um, please? Um, you you are standing there and uh, you, you are still struggling with uh, controlling your arcane energies and um, you, your focus is elsewhere as one of the carpet tentacles wraps around your leg and holds you fast. So you're currently grappled, um, which means you have a movement speed of zero. Fantastic. Yep. But you can do everything else. Or you can use an action to break free of the grapple. It's up to you. You're not engaged in melee, so you can um, use yeah, your range Yeah, bonus attack. Yeah. And hope it hits. <laughs> that that not 20. will hit. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, wow. Oh, Max damn. Max <laughs> comes back with a vengeance. You have to describe what happens here. Illyria does not like being touched and, like, her face just changes and then turns around with a fury unso uh, unseen so far, just fires off. And the bolt hits the glob in the direct center and it bursts into flame. And um, instead of melting away this time, it just seems to evaporate and the tentacle that was wrapped around her leg is no longer there, so you can actually move now. Are, are you there, Mene? Uh, yep. Did, did you want to move? Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Go. Okay. Riki, you're up. Oh. Okay, so Ricky spots the one remaining mutated horror right next to Alarak, and she casts. Uh, that one's a little damaged, isn't it? She casts Toll the Dead. Oh, it succeeds. That is unfortunate. Okay, so she just stays where she is and curses under her breath a little bit. Jace. All right, uh, Jace will go around to the edge uh, this over here. He'll pick up his rapier, look back towards the uh, uh, professor. Are you okay? Oh, I'm fine, thank you. How's it going up there? It sounds like the, you're having a bit of a trouble. No, no problem. All good. And then he went... Oh, that's 30 feet there. Uh, I, I guess picking up the rapier's free action? It is, yeah. So he... But now you have a rapier in your sorry. hand and a crossbow. Uh, he, oh, sorry. He dropped his crossbow. Where, when did he drop the crossbow? You still there, Dagobah? You can hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. So he, he dropped the crossbow when he picked up the rapier. Oh, okay. So he's left his crossbow there now. He's got a rapier. It's better. Here we go. There you go. Okay. 
So he's dashed. Uh, he's got the Raper and dashed. Yep. Alarak, finish this. Let's tee this up like a golf swing. <laughs> oh. It didn't quite work. 5, 10, 10, 20, 30. Let's run away from it bravely. So half of it um, sort of flies off and splats against the wall, but there's still a little bit remaining. Mm hmm. Okay, you keep running away from it too easily. It's going to change tact. It's moving up right next to Illyria. As the uh, carpet nearby starts to warp and twist again. <laughs> Wabani. You there, Wabani? He's disconnected. Oh no! Alright, what's his highest level spell? I'll cast that. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably going to be Toll the Dead. For, uh, yeah, I'll get him to do Toll the Dead. Um, he sets off... Uh, he um, releases the... Uh, religious uh, fury and once again it uh, succeeds on its saving throw. Illyria, can I get you to make a dexterity saving throw again, please? Sure. I would love to. <laughs> Alright. Knowing what's coming this time, you manage to step away uh, and avoid the, the uh, tentacle trying to hold you to the carpet. However, you are adjacent to it, so you can either disengage or you can attack with a range attack uh, at disadvantage, or you can hit, uh, attack with a melee attack. Uh, I think Illyria at this point does not want to be grappled again, and going to disengage back. Okay. That's as far as you want to go. Uh, for now, we're hoping it's going to go after Jace. <laughs> <laughs> it will, yeah. Yep, no, that's good. Okay, Riki. Okay. Oh, come on. We are going to cast Toll the Jed because it will work one of these times. <laughs> <laughs> it's been very good with its saving throws. Oh, and oh, gosh. 20 again. This necrotic damage just seems to be washing over it and it, it seems to ignore it. Guys, maybe try a different spell. Okay, so uh, I don't think... Is Degaba there? Are you there, Degaba? Okay, so Jace um, decides to nonchalantly walk up to this creature. Um, he has to make a dexterity saving throw first because he's so close. So he shakes off these tentacles and um, laughs with such a, um, a flippant noise and uh, walks up with his rapier to attack it. And skewers it um, with it uh, melting away uh, and looks at the rest of the party and goes, that's how you do it! 
Alright, you killed it off. As as the uh, last creature uh, dies, this image of a uh, library starts to... The, the arcane image of the library starts to fade away. Uh, and um, what appears instead is the uh, same floor that you had before. Oh, that's right. We're going to fall through. I forgot about that. <laughs> there was a big hole right where Rabani was standing, if I recall correctly. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> We will see. We will see. Okay, I'll share back that same image. You avoid the hole. Pot luck there. <laughs> that was just. Okay. Um, at at um at the arcane library disappearing, Professor races up the stairs and looks around and goes, oh, "What happened there? Are you guys okay?" I th- think we're all fine. What else? That Just a little a acid burn. Close call. It's like we're back in time almost. It's okay, Professor. I think we've learned some I've learned at least one new word. Oh, what's that? Squishy flying shit pile. I think you might have to work on that one. Oh, I think it's got some nice alliteration happening. <laughs> I think the P rather lets it down though. Squishy soaring shit sack. It's day. That's a bit better. It's a work in progress. <laughs> okay, so um, as as you get a better look at this room, you see that there's um, the rag that's near Jace. He sort of uh, kicks his feet at it, and um, it looks to be clothes. And uh, as he as he kicks away the clothes a little bit, he um, sort of steps back uh, with a bit of shock on his face. <gasps> oh, it's it's a skeleton. Um, I I think this might be the uh, uh, what's left of Harold. Poor guy. Does he have anything on him? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I searched the body because I think it's pretty important that we find out whether or not it is Harold and whether or not he would have any valuables that we should take back to his family. Um, of course. Yes, his family. I, I hate <laughs> to interrupt all of you, but um, I, I can't see a damn thing. Uh, I don't suppose someone will go get my torch? Well, Professor Morton uh... is shedding some light at the moment, so you can see. You can oh, see him. Phew. Good thing. So you reckon we went back in time, not a different dimension, different place? I mean, it was... Yeah, by the looks of it, you know, like, we already know that something bad happened here. True. Do these look like the same bookshelves? Just Uh, older? uh, They... Uh, yeah, they do. From what you can tell, a bit more damaged. 
Hmm. From what we saw, though, Professor, it looked like a ritual gone wrong. Yes. Well, unless he was trying to summon horrible red blobs. And get eaten. Most people don't fair aim point. for that. <laughs> fair, and you've got a fair point. I can't argue that. So what happened exactly? I was uh, down the stairs. So, uh, I mean, when I looked um, off at the uh, ground floor, it uh, changed to this uh, sparkling entryway. There's no one there at the at the time, but uh, it was quite interesting. I bravely led a load of uh, hodl blobs on a chase while the others uh, tried to fire gongs at it. Right, and um, I heard a few gongs going on. It was very successful. I see. Excellent, excellent. Well, let's have a look. Um, I might examine these bookshelves, see if there's anything of uh, value or, or interest about this relic I'm searching for. Won't be a moment. So he walks up to the first and starts uh, looking through it. It's going to take him a little while. Make yourself at home, people! So where Alarak is, these are these books or just little papers that have been thrown around? Uh, they're old sheets of parchment. Um, you can pick them up and have a look if you want. They yeah, are. Okay. Um, you have a look, and they seem to be written in a, in a language that's certainly not common. What languages do you know? Uh, common and Infernal? Uh, and orcish? It's never orcish. I don't even know why they bother. It's never orcish. <laughs> it's only half orcish. Sorry. That's uh, <laughs> um. Okay. It is um not written in infernal or common. No. Okay, I'm super, cu- um, I'm super curious. I'm super curious. So Riki goes over and starts having a look through all the papers as well. Okay. is definitely going to come over and have a look. Yeah, because this is where the summoning circle was, isn't it? These would be the most interesting ones. <laughs> Jace as well will head over there. Because <laughs> he's, 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 um, he, he knows uh, Draconic and Elvish as well. Okay, so uh, Illyria picks up that this seems to be written in Abyssal. And um, reading through it, it, it seems to be um, a small bit of documentation on planning to summon devils. Um, the, it's, it's hard to read because uh, most of it is damaged beyond repair, but you see the odd uh, keywords of devil and summoning circle and such. That's as much you know. These people were going from stealing lobster money to summoning devils? No wonder they failed. What a bunch of idiots. Not much of mid-step there, no. <laughs> Try a bit of murder and arson first, yeah. Well, so, no, there's got to be like a, a chain of, of learning that you go through. Well, maybe you know. these are baby-level demons. What, like... You know, like My First Demon something? Yeah, that's right. My First Demon learner books. Do, do we see any of those around? <laughs> How to summon demons? How for to dummies? summon a demon for de- dummies? Demon summoning one hundred and one. My first infernal summoning circle kit. <laughs> demon can, summoning can I, a new. <laughs> can I get Illyria and Riki to make uh, Arcana checks, please? Wow, both fantastic rolls. Okay, <laughs> both of you uh, think about the the monster that actually did appear. 
and um, it certainly didn't look like a fiend. It, it seemed more like it came from a realm that you've read on occasion, which is called the Far Realm, which is uh, the usually tentacle horrors and um, horrible misshapen beasts, not devils and demons. Uh, I, I'm, I just look at Illyria and I say, yes, we can confirm these people truly were incompetent. Yeah, I'm going to walk over to the professor and let him know what we've just sort of seen or read. Um, as, you, as you walk up to him, he goes, you hear him mumbling, go, yes, what this, uh, this is useless. Um, what about this one? Nope, nope, that's, um, nope. Uh, what's, they seem to have some sort of obsession with uh, demons and devils. All these books are about this. Yes, Professor, I'm not surprised. I think we found a, um attempt at summoning them. It, not what we saw, though. Right, well, I mean, it's not nothing, no information here about um, the relic I'm seeking. Hmm, maybe it's upstairs. Uh, let me have a look around a bit more. Is it, is he, um, if you're happy to wait, he'll spend the next ten minutes looking around the room to see if he finds any more information about the relic he's after. I'm personally happy to wait. It's um, pretty common for him to try and do that. I mean, he can pay us for extra time if he'd like. He's our employer. So he's not got anything else on. <laughs> he spends about 10 minutes but he doesn't find anything he looks quite frustrated maybe we should go to the next level hopefully they'll have something there is everyone in a condition to move upstairs yeah I'm fine Jay's kind of just shrugs it off like he's got he's, he's ignoring perfectly fine over here Jay, you might okay. want to just, uh, pick that up over there Keep dropping your stuff. Yeah, he heads back to go and grab his uh, his crossbow. He flicks his hair uh, in a particular manner. Um, can you make an insight check, uh, someone, to see how he's flicked his hair? <laughs> that there is a 16. And a 19 from Alarak. So you no <laughs> certainly notice, both of you notice that... Um, we actually rolled with Jace there. Oh, <laughs> He's not inciting himself. Yeah, I, got the, I got the gray dice and I just I, think it's... Whoop, Jace whoop now on. knows his own motivation. Great insight into oneself is very important. So yeah. you get the feeling that um, that actual flick of hair was such that he was a little bit annoyed with um, your comments on his behavior during the last combat. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit like a reading a cat via its tail. Um, this, this, you're reading J uh, Jace's behavior by the way he moves his hair. Well, I don't want to say things about pointy ears, but uh, maybe this just once. No, 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 say it. I want to hear it, old bunny. Say it. You want to also see him get smacked, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on, Alarak, we're supposed to be friends. Get Jace just, hurt. Don't, don't get well. me hurt. Just, just FYI. Illyria's going to like, move her hair away from her ear and you very clearly see a pointy ear. <laughs> yes, yeah. but I'm just considering... <laughs> I, but I, to be honest, Riki looks around at every other member of the party and there aren't very many people with round ears. Uh, uh, yeah, you're the only one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Want to try um, that again? I'm I'm sorry. Damn straight you are. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to discriminate. But okay, you did it so well. <laughs> That's all right. Just just buy some fire whiskey next time. 
Oh, of course, of course. Alara does not look like she does did not accept that apology like at all. She's like, nope. No. <laughs> We've got you. problems. Yep. <laughs> you discriminated. That's it. Um, Jace will uh, start heading up towards the stairs and he will try to be stealthy. Okay. Right, we're going to follow Jace. Yeah, we'll follow well. apologizing. Nice and sneaky. Is anyone else being stealthy or is it yes. Jace? Nah, sneaky Jace. I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a crack. <laughs> oh, god damn! <laughs> it's this chain loincloth, I'm sorry. Have you considered not wearing it? Oh, please. <laughs> all the please. time. <laughs> Ricky's the quietest wizard in all of wizarding. <laughs> I just so, rolled a 20. Damn, Ricky. Let's go through the stealth checks there. We got an 18 from Jace. We got a 21 from Illyria. We got a 23 with a natural 20 from Riki. We got a, a respectable uh, 11 from Wabani. And we got a natural 1 from Alarak. So everybody's doing their best. Um, Wabani is not being as stealthy as he could, but um, everyone else is doing their uh, absolute best walking up these next set of stairs, uh, avoiding the, the obvious pitfalls of um, loose stonework and stuff like that. Whereas Alarak is, Alarak is just going, clank, 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 and, clank. Not and the reason at why, all. The just reason why Wobani is not quiet is because he keeps turning around and saying to Alarak, shh, shh, you're too noisy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just a quick question, DM. Do we, are you are you rolling for the professor also, or is he too far behind? He he keeps uh, back. He knows he knows where the danger is, and it's in front of him. Not in every, every horror film I've seen. It's always the guy at the back who gets taken first. Just <laughs> pointing that one out. Well, hopefully he doesn't die because he's giving you payment. I'm hoping yeah. that. I'm hoping his yes. middle name is Don Vito. <laughs> oh, God. That's terrible. Right, so off to the next level. Mm-hmm. One moment as I set it up. It's basically just a little spinning circle um, as you're loading the next level. So you guys can talk if you want. Uh, I'm, I'm really sorry about... I, I never... I, I mean, I I try not to discriminate against humanoids. I mean, it's just, I know it's wrong, and I mean, you you can kill a plant and eat a plant, and well, you could kill a a, a, a horse rat and, and eat a rat. Yeah, kill a, eat a horse after you cook it, and of course make steaks. But yeah, man, so I I never thought. Ah, oh, I'm so white. Where is that going? Hilarious is really confused. Exactly. What the fuck is happening here? Riki Riki senses the um how awkwardly genuine the apology is and she's willing to let things I want an insight by. on how genuine it is. <laughs> you just need to look at uh, the albino that's walking with you with his albaster skin and you can kind of guess that he's been ostracized his entire life. Has he has he gone has he flushed bright red? Uh, <laughs> I, I know he turns more pale. More pale, All right? Sure. <laughs> you don't need light cast now, then, do you? 
<laughs> You're translucent. Oh, that's terrible. Okay, we've got the next level up. Um, you can rearrange yourselves if you want, but I thought that would probably be the, the yeah, similar no, that's pretty close. layout. Yep, taking point as usual. Up we with go. A, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a confident chase. <laughs> this looks like, yes. is this the top floor? No, okay. I think there's stairs ahead. More stairs. Uh, so the function of this level of the tower is hard to ascertain due to it being heavily damaged. Pieces of wood, heavy iron pots, sh- uh, shards of glass and crumpled pieces of paper lie everywhere here. The stairs lead up to the next floor seem to be caved in and any further progress beyond this floor will be extremely difficult. Hmm. Oh, so these stairs down in the south, they're not actually as... They, they look a lot worse uh, than they do on the map. That's right, actually, yeah. Okay. I can't get perfect maps. <laughs> it's okay, I forgive you. Uh, huh. Might have to... Are there any windows? Like these things on the uh, side of the... There's small the far slits. Left. Um, and um, they're, they're not particularly big. But, uh, just hold on a second. I'll Are they people-sized? <laughs> the ultimate question. No. Okay, so th- they have narrow windows, which are about 10 centimetres wide. We can fit a forest gnome throw. What? I heard that! Nothing, nothing. Uh, any holes in the roof above us? Um, there is a, a couple of holes in the roof above, but um, it's it seems to be a heavy bit of debris uh, in in those holes. So it's like it's the the ceiling is damaged, but there's stuff that's filled up that uh, damaged roof. Nah, oh, I'm stumped. Adventure over, guys. I guess. Uh, I mean, Jace, I do have Jace will rope. walk up. He he's curious when he looks down this hole. Does he see the floor below? He looks down, and you do see the floor below, yes. But as he does work, walk out, just as ha- has happened before, Gosh. the ruined floor <laughs> starts to fade away, and in its place, some sort of kitchen, or more likely a potions lab, comes into view. Several tables are laid out here, and on them are large amounts of potion paraphernalia. A man is working at one of the benches. He seems to be cutting up some vegetables, it seems. Um, yes, I, I noticed that as well, uh, <laughs> Alarak. Suspiciously healthy for a demon lover. <laughs> Just then, a bead of light breaks through the floor and starts to become brighter and brighter. It becomes so bright it is impossible to see. Then all of a sudden, the light has gone, and in its place floats the, in the air a brain-like entity with slimy tentacles hanging down from it. This brain thing looks to be uh, looks to the man working at his bench. In the air shimmers both around the creature and on the fl- uh, food near the robed man. A potato next to the man starts to grow bat-like wings, and then a mouth with sharp teeth. All of a sudden, the potato lunges for the robed figure, and he, he drops to the ground, blood spurting everywhere as the strike seems to have hit the jugular. More food starts to transform, and then you realize that the creature's uh, changing tact and go for you. Yep, this is why I'm not a vegetarian. Vegetables are bad for you guys. Told you. <laughs> I don't want to I would like to point like out this. other animals can also attack you. Like, all of it. Have you ever tried eating wolf for something? They've got quite sharp teeth. I mean, I might come from the cold north, but everybody knows that life comes from death. That's comforting. Death from life. That, that's, yeah, it's really comforting right now. 
out. Oh shit, host connection lost. Yeah, my cr- yeah. Uh, fancy grounds just crashed. Just hold on. Yep, too many maps. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe you guys can uh, discuss things while I try and get fantasy grounds back up. Yeah, sure. All right. So we're being attacked by potatoes, guys. Uh, you have to come and up with some kind of pun for this. Jace, of course, walks in first because he's the one who was sneaking in. That's why. Yeah. Not because of any other reason. And because he was concerned that Alarak was looking like he was going to stumble in there blindly again. He was doing, trying to do the good thing by you. Ricky, Ricky looks over and at the flying potatoes and says, <laughs> Beware the tater twats. The tater twats. Who taught you that? Honestly. I've been hanging around some very naughty people. Well, they told me they were naughty, but I think they're all of five. Okay, it's up and running if you guys want to attempt to connect again. I would suggest before people try to connect that they kill their fantasy grounds before they do that, though. Alright, so we'll just keep yammering on for a couple of minutes. Oh, no, no. <laughs> not the That was puns. pretty good. I, I guess that's got to go in your book. More of an insult, not a pun. Insult some dirty things. Yeah, I tried to build a pun book, but um, somebody kept burning it while I was asleep. What a surprise. <laughs> what is it with the world and puns? Uh, by the way, just so FYI, I, I found out why I kept getting disconnected. Every time I turn Tua's mumble assistant into local mute, I lose you guys. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. how curious. Yeah, weird. Double the fun for you instead? Okay, I think I'm back, but I can't see anyone else. Uh, people are joining. TD attempted to connect and then failed. Yep, give me one second. And in case you aren't aware of the trick, if you open up your character sheet and you double left click on the right picture of yourself, it'll open up the map, the last map that you're on. I do genuinely forget that every time, even though I know it. <laughs> ah, but yeah. it's showing me as being on the map that's the old map. Okay. Have you loaded the new map? Oh, well, that's have. when it crashed, right? Uh, I'll share the next one. Uh, yeah, so done. So you should there be able is. to see it now. There's the pretty old map. Okay. So just waiting on TD and... Yeah, I'm stuck at the character selection screen. Okay. Just give it a second to kick through. There we go. Should be all good. I'm, part of me is genuinely hoping that I get to cast Shatter on a whole load of, of um, vegetables. And then <laughs> it just turns into a big mash. Oh, I know you can make that happen. Alright. Are we... Did we re-roll initiative already? 
I don't think anyone's no. uh, rolled initiative at the moment. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm going to roll initiative. That would probably be a good idea. That would be a 12 for Wobani and a 20, a dirty 20 for Chase. 19 for Zelia. Okay, um, Mr. DM. Yes. Where? Oh, there it is. Flying tentacled brain. Okay. Jace will, at this time, uh, seeing this, he is prepared this time because he went and retrieved his crossbow. And not liking what he's seeing, he will fire a bolt at the... Creature. It's J- Jace is not up first. I'm just trying to set up the uh, NPCs. Oh, oh man, <laughs> the flying potatoes are first. Not good. <laughs> the flying potatoes are first. Oh my gosh, it is. Too bad. I don't Too see the flying potatoes. Too bad. There's a tuba joke in there. You know, I'm I'm fairly certain that anybody on a keto diet will not tell you that potatoes are healthy. <laughs> They're on, like honest... the, the best food on the planet, but yes. Honestly, I'm rooting for the uh, enemy side. Uh, just, just leave. leave, leave. Yeah, yeah. Can we just that's... take like 70 psychic damage? I think, I think we're over. <laughs> that's, just not, that's just not an appealing joke. God, you used to, you did, you used to do that did in Monkey's game too. <laughs> okay. Uh, this yeah. uh, potato, winged potato, flies towards Jace uh, Nalo and uh, spikes it. And uh, sinks its um, sinks one of its uh, teeth or whatever into him, and uh, latches onto Jace. Oh shit! That is not good. Guys, guys, quick, quick question: Is it worth climbing the stairs to the next level now? While they're here, I don't think the stairs are there. Uh, I mean, no one yeah. fell in anything last time. You can try it. Having heard uh, uh, Riki say that, Jace is going to disengage. That was Illyria. Oh, that was Illyria, sorry. Illyria waves. (laughs) (laughs) Jace wasn't paying attention. Jace disengages, and he's going to... Oh, are you going to lock the tokens? They're locked. Uh, He can't... This spud is attached to him. It, so he dragged the spud with him. <laughs> he's dragging he the spud but... with him, sh- shaking his arm and trying to brush it off. Okay, so you move back, and it just seems to be uh, attached to you. And he's like, "I'm going, uh, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going," but the potato it hurts. Nasty. It's it's gluten. Nasty chips. Is he attacking at all? Oh, well, I I was. Um, uh, I was thinking a dexterity check or something to try to knock the dang thing off. Oh, you can use an action to knock it off if you want. All right. So he's a uh, strength check then? Uh, oh, no, shit. no. You can detach it just uh, easily. All right. So he uses an action to, to, to brush it off then for sure. I mean, theoretically, shouldn't he be able to... Shouldn't it be of a size where he can grab it in, in his hand and hurl it against the wall? It's the same size as him. Oh, these things are tiny. 
It, it oh, just are they? Show potato size? Yeah, they're actual potato size. Okay, oh my gosh, so yeah, amazing. He he grabs it. Uh, he'll grab it off his arm and he will huck it against this southern wall as he uh, heads to the south. Okay. Um. Well, it, well. Uh, do you want to roll an attack? Attack. Roll. We just leave it on Jace for now. A melee. Uh, no range attack. So dexterity. Uh. Okay. So just. Just roll a um, dexterity check. Okay. okay. So check you, you throw. Me. That's all right. Plus three. Um, and uh, roll a d4. Sure. Uh, you are still attacking the brain, and then you roll. Okay. So he throws the uh, potato against the, the nearby uh, wall of the stairs leading up, and it hits it, and it goes splat, and is just mash on the wall. And he's like, Flying gluten, flying gluten. I'm heading to the stairs to the south. Thanks, bud. <laughs> you guys are terrible. Uh, Illyria, you're up. Yep, so Illyria's moving in. Firebolt the potato. Make french fries. Larry sighs and says, well, I was hoping for roast potatoes, but apparently not right now. Okay. So the uh, brain, um, flying brain, looks to um, one, one of the uh, pieces of vegetables on the table, and uh, that shimmer happens again, and another potato form grows wings and uh, starts flapping. Um, it then uh, seems to be happy saying where it is. Happy flappy potato. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, um, the one near Jace moves towards you. And attempts to um, spud spike you again. Uh, but uh, Jace sort of slaps it away. Oh man, they can move. And this one flies towards you, Illyria, but uh, doesn't. It only gets that close. This one flies up to Jace again, but doesn't attack. And that one moves up to Illyria. Ricky. Okay, I feel like this calls for a little bit of uh, magic missile. Okay, so Riki steps out from behind the wall, out to behind where Illyria is, and then uh, fires off one shot at the winged potato closest. Okay. It takes the hit, uh, it wobbles and then explodes and she then shifts on <coughs> to the next one with her final magic missile um, she's content that she's uh, taken a stand against uh, the evils of carbs <laughs> and uh, the next next person goes 
Wabani, you're up. Um. Okay. So Wabani, seeing that all of a sudden it's it's bright up、uh, again, he will drop the torch. He will come、uh, up the stairs here. Um. These stairs across the way here is is there a path、uh, here that like it, it kind of looks like there's a path along the stairs here, but what I want to know is is this a, a wall or can he jump across that? Um. So you can walk through where there's that、um, table area, okay, as everyone、yeah. else has. But、yeah. the if you're pointing to the、uh, stairs that are leading up to the next floor, it's、um, you can only see the underside of those stairs from where you are. Oh, okay. All right. So he. All right. So he will then、uh, come back across. So that was twenty feet. So he will get here, and seeing the、uh, flying potato, he will say, "Ah,、oh, man, I, I wish I could come up with puns because it makes me jealous."、Uh, so, some of us have an eye for detail. <laughs> something like that.、Uh, he will.、Uh, Make this potato spudelicious, and try to cook it with sacred flame. Gosh, they're、nice. just not wanting to be cooked today, hey? No, that one's a oh, th- that's oh, a success. Oh, it is going to turn into French fries. You toast it good. <laughs> it um, it just um is incinerated, and there's、uh, dust on the ground. That that's how it's done. That's how it's done. Alarak. Okay.、Uh, seeing this flying brain, I don't think the I don't think the potatoes are the real threat here. I think we're gonna you know attack the the brain here. I'm gonna take out my clock, make myself、uh, you know click that little button and say the magic phrase, which I definitely remember. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then. It's on the item. Is it? You... It is. It is.、Uh, time is on my side. There we go. <laughs> And so I'll do my thirty movement, do my、oh, do my thirty bonus movement up onto the table, and do my、uh, next thirty movement as well、uh, as a dash action. Okay, excellent. And that is my whole turn. The spud nearest the、uh, flying tentacled brain flies towards you. Its uh, teeth uh, look especially sharp. So I've got the worst potato. You do because、you、it hits you.、Gosh. <laughs> it sinks into you, and、um, oh, you probably—it's one minute, so you would have lost your、um, zephyr strike, right? Oh yeah, yeah, we had it took a ten minute breakdown there. I've got a different concentration spell on anyway. This new、ah, right. expeditious retreat, which I will make a save for. That's correct. Okay, well, yeah, did it automatically. So、um, it sinks its teeth into you,、um, and、um, it stays latched on. Jace, you are surrounded by spuds. All right, Jace is going to.、Um... Bloody hell! I guess what he is going to do is he is going to have to drop the crossbow and 
pull his rapier out. And he's going to try to swing at the potato that's in front of him. Oh, oh wow. That Unfortunately, he missed. Terrible. The, the, pot uh, the potatoes uh, definitely fly around um, your uh, sword. sword and you're uh, not making potato kebab tonight. No, no potato kebab. And he'll stay there. He's never experienced anything like this. He's freaked out. Illyria. is very predictable. You know, you've got spell slots. Um, most of them are more utility than damage. Okay. By most, I mean one is damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that was, um... That 20 last time was much right. better. <laughs> yeah. Feels like that's a little the more handy. Illyria sits down and, and reconsiders her life choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely has spell choices. <laughs> I certainly feel like you, you're suffering from a um, chaos uh, sorcerer at the moment. Oh gosh, it's not feeling good. <laughs> okay, so you, you do a grazing shot on the flying tentacle brain. However, it uh, moves up to uh, Alarak. It, uh, oh, initially, it um, animates another potato. That one's over there, and then it moves up to Alarak. And it attempts to hit uh, Alarak with its tentacle. Um, but you definitely dodge out of the way. And then it tries to chow down on you with its beak. And it succeeds. Um, so the, the beak um, pierces your skin and uh, is especially sharp. The uh, blood starts to flow from your uh, shoulder. Ow! Okay. Meanwhile, winged potato number 10 um, wants to attack. Poor old Jay. He's found himself in a bit of a corner. And number five attempts to do the same. And they both latch onto him. Aww. He's wedged in. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. How long did you wait for that one? <laughs> It never Ricky, ends. Up. The possibilities are endless. Okay. Riki sees an opportunity and moves forward. And then she casts Snillox Snowball Swarm. Oh, hang on. Is she still 65 feet away there? Yeah, no, she can. She casts Snillox Snowball Swarm in a way that it targets both the Flying Tentacle Brain and the uh, Winged Potato. You can certainly do that. I don't need to draw, draw a, a circle for that. Oh, okay. 
So the flying tentacle brain ducks out of the way, uh, but the uh, potato is frozen. Oh man, this is some fancy potato smashing. I think we killed it. So the the uh, flying uh, potato near Alarak um, is a frozen chip, um, and the flying tentacle brain takes a bit of damage, uh, but is still standing or floating. Obani. Uh, Obani comes moves forward here, uh, coming into. Can he see Jace? Yes, he can see Jace. Oh, am I am I on top of tables? <laughs> it seems that way. Yes. Okay, he's running along the top of these 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 tables. Okay. Um, so he sees Jace and he sees Alarak. Uh, does he have a good indication or good idea which guy looks more damaged or more hurting? Um, they look very similar. Okay. So he says, "I I, I got you, Alarak. I I got you." And he no, will. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> he will put a. Um, once more, he will put a toll. No, no. He's going to sacred flame. He'll sacred flame the potato in front of um, Jace. You sure? You sure you don't want to um, heal the potatoes and uh, sacred flame Alarak? Yeah, could be. Could be. And he cooks the potato. He cooks it in its jacket. Yes. It collapses to the ground. Hot and muggy. Very and hungry, then he, to be honest. At that, <laughs> he, he's like, I still got you, Alarak. I still got you. And he throws another healing word at Alarak. The rush, rush of healing energy flows over you, Alarak. You can spend your healing surge as well. Oh, Jesus, that was two shitty rolls. It was. But still, nine. that's nine. That's not too bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to step down out of... Yeah, I'm going to take the take the opportunity attack as I uh, leave its range. That's fine. Okay. Just hold on a second. Okay, it lashes out with its tentacle. And uh, then you shoot. Oh, did it miss? Oh, sorry. Well, ignore the damage. Uh, readjust that damage. I apologize. Uh, You're right. Okay, nine. one second. I'm not quite sure how to do that. Okay. That's alright, I'll do it for you. Thank you. It's all good. Alright. Uh, I'm going to. I'm gonna slap him back. That's not very nice to uh. Ah, try and uh. Oh, you know what? what? I thought of a great joke when you threw the ice ball at him as well. You should have given him brain freeze. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, give him a slap with the stick. You, right, shake, you, you shake your <laughs> stick at the stick brain and it uh, just uh, ignores you. And I'll uh, go down that far. Bonus action uh, dashing, I guess, because I've got that thing on me. Maybe to, like, here. Okay. There we go. Uh, 
just to there. They were good. You hear for a second there the, the briefest of, are you yellow? Yes, <laughs> I'm orange. Look at me. <laughs> well, this little hungry little potato uh, moves up to Wabani but doesn't do anything. Jace. Jace um, will once more try to smack at this potato with his rapier. Kababit, kababit. Oh, wow. he's Jace. His hair bonus gets actions. in his eyes. He's got no bonus actions. Jesus. He's got, well, he's got uh, inspiration. Oh, wait. Bardic inspiration is a bonus action, isn't it? It is, yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, he is going to put, uh, he's going to sing, uh, he's going to be chanting a little ditty, and he's going to put uh, Bardic Inspiration on top of Illyria. Oh, and how, how does this little ditty go? Here's a little song I wrote. Going to play it note for note. Don't worry. Kill that potato. <laughs> <laughs> Not the brain? <laughs> so, Illyria, you get a d6 that you can roll. Um, we'll set, set it to before the attack just so you can help out. If, if that's what you want to do. It helps with attacks and saving throws and such. Am I still in? Wait, it's in. Yep, it's your turn earlier. Sorry, so my that... um, thing's just crashing a little bit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I noticed that before. Getting back. Let's try something other than that firebolt. Okay, so you're moving up. We're going to Maximilian's Earth and Grasp it. Oh, nice. It fails its go. saving throw. So you... So uh, you encase it in a earthen grip, and it... Um, I reckon you can do your damage. And is it restrained? Not the first. Oh no, yeah, and I failed to save Earth Row, it is restrained. Then you can continue to restrain it afterwards. That beautiful. Fantastic. Effectively. <laughs> okay, um, it squeals in terror uh, at being held at bay. And um, it uh, animates another potato. Because it's about all it can do. Pretty dumb brain. <laughs> it can't move. Um, and what's what's the uh, the uh, deal with uh, Maximilian's Earth and Grip? Does it get a saving throw at the end of its turn? 
honestly not sure. It probably does. Uh, as look. an action. Oh, okay. Uh, no, as, as an, you can... The restrained target can use uh, make its action check. to make a strength check. Yep. Okay, against it will, the spell it, it'll do that. it will do that with its action then. Strength check, okay. It uh, wriggles and wriggles, but uh, fails to break free. Okay, so the winged potato number five that is attached to Jace uh, just keeps biting down on him. Now that it's attached to him, uh, the blood starts to flow freely from Jace. And it just gets an automatic uh, four damage. Ah, that bites the big one. Ricky! Okay, Ricky moves forward a bit further, please. Roger, Roger. And then she casts Ice Knife on the Flying Brain. Because nothing says die like a knife to a brain. <laughs> Fingers crossed. What is restraint? Get advantage. Beautiful. Excellent. So the shard hits. And then there's an additional damage when um, it does have to save for it, but then the shard explodes. <laughs> it failed at saving throw, I think. Excellent. Ricky's feeling a little chuffed with herself again. So you can hear a horrible <laughs> as it uh, takes the damage. Wabani, you have a flying potato in front of you. So Wabani uh, looks at the potato in front of him. Uh, he's going to uh, try to do a karate chop on the top of the potato. Chip, chip off a bit. So he smacks at the potato. Now, he's basically going to smack it and with his other hand, like with his left hand, and then his right hand is going to catch that potato that, that he just smacked. And then he wants to jump down over here and throw the potato that he just caught at the flying tentacled brain. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'll allow it. Off you go. Alright, so he needs to make a ranged attack, which would be... Uh, I'm just going to use this one because it's already configured. This is my ranged attack. Oh, bugger. It's uh, it's restrained, so you get an additional attack. You're targeting the wrong creature oh. too, by the way. But just so roll we... just roll another d20. Don't don't target it. Just roll another d20. You with my modifiers? Uh, no. Just roll the d20, and I can work out whether it hits or not. Okay, so that one would definitely hit. So now target the uh, flying tentacle brain and do your. I would say one d4 plus your dexterity damage. Hey. And okay. as he throws a potato, he's like. This is not a pun. It's a bun. This is the best you could got. <laughs> <laughs> the the um, deceased potato slaps against the uh, brain, and um, and uh, the it it uh, does not like being hit by its own animated 
fruit or animated uh, root vegetables. Alarak. Okay, I'm going to move up to within range of it. Uh, I'm going to, after being called a coward, I'm going to steal my nerve. Bit of a bit of a brain pun there for folks listening <laughs> at home. And uh, attack at advantage. It's restrained, correct? Mm-hmm. It is. Yes, it, it'll automatically be at advantage. Okay. <laughs> a two and a five. Neither of those hit. The the um, horrible cutting words of Wabani uh, still still hurt you. Yeah, yeah, it just wasn't that great. And bonus action, get back to where I was. I don't want to be near that brain. <laughs> That's my turn. Okay, winged potato number four. Seeing Illyria right near, it uh, moves up to attack it. And sinks its teeth down into it. Um, and you feel uh, the blood start to flow um, where it uh, latches on to the top of your head. Um, but you hold on to Maximilian's earthen grip. Beautiful. Isn't that one dead? Oh, it is dead. That's, That's the one, the that one I threw. Yeah. It's a zombie flying potato. <laughs> <laughs> The last bit of his strength, Jace is going to try mightily to cut this potato in twain. Has has Jace basically been fighting these potatoes Potatoes the entire time? Yes. (laughs) Oh, he finally gets a strike. This is when Nemtar comes back next week and we get to tell him that he was killed by potatoes. (laughs) Oh, that would be awesome. Thank you, Mark. You were laid low. And everybody felt uh, so embarrassed that you got did done in by potatoes that they, they didn't bring you back. <laughs> so he two hands his rapier and he yells out, Kia! Oh, Jesus. Still Thank enough God. to kill it. So he, he wrenches it off him. He, he, he heads over here. He's getting the hell out of here. We're going to um, try and crush that brain while well, I've still got this up. Well, there's there's a... Um... Yep, no, that's okay, I know. And uh, that was not helpful. Uh, it succeeded. Wow. It was not great. So many ones. Oh, filthy. Unfortunately, it hasn't been your night tonight, has it? It really has not. One, like, absolutely amazing hit, and then nothing else. It's like a Will Wheaton level of uh, terrible <laughs> bad rolls. <laughs> but just on the damage, Oh, God, if he watches right. our show, that's it. We're done. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping he will after I said that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it, it, he's not like Bloody Mary. You can't summon him by turning your computer on and saying his name three times. <laughs> <laughs> Beetlejuice. There we go. Oh dear. Okay, so it's going to attempt to break free again. Ooh, is that a success? We can't see it. It rolled, it rolled a 15. I think, I think it is. I think your DC is a 14, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. That is a success. It breaks out. Hooray! It's free. Uh, and for its bonus action, it 
it um, raises another potato. Can't it stop yet? <laughs> Not quite. How many potatoes is there in this room? I'm thinking, there's, there's, I'm thinking these wizards were all fat. There's, there's seven brothers. There's a lot of potatoes. Gosh. Ricky. <laughs> empty, empty carbs. I'm hoping you go for that potato in front of me. <laughs> uh, uh, well, hmm. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to go for the potato. <laughs> well, let me have a quick look. Alright, I'm going to cast Magic Missile at the potato in front of you. Aw, thank you. So sweet. And the nice bit is I then turn around and use the <laughs> next the next two shots on Flying Tentacle Brain. Wow, max rolls on all of them. Damn. Did you steal all my luck? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I did. Seems that way. I did. So bolts All of arcane right. force smash into the potato in front of you and it, it explodes and you're covered in mash. And the, the other two uh, <coughs> knock off a few of the uh, tentacles. Um, Riki's singing all the songs from Small Potatoes under her breath. That was some excellent work, Riki. And I will uh, send the sound of singing bells into his head. It is immune, apparently. But it doesn't care. He's going... Is it... Um, to cross this table is difficult terrain? Yeah, it would be. So that would mean I think he could get there. Okay. I'm coming for you, brainchild. Alarak. Alright, bonus action dash up to, up to within range. Let's try and finish this off. Uh, Alarak, shame. <sighs> what, what I was near it, what was in that bucket? Uh, that big cauldron? Was it just the... Bad luck. <laughs> yeah, shame. just a little bad luck, yeah. And shame. A, a bubbling okay. liquid. It's hard to see, because um, you're distracted by the... Uh brain. But there is a single tear rolling down your cheek after you miss. Okay, I'm not going to move down. I'm just going to stay where I am. I'm looking at the bubbling liquid and thinking as Vichyssoir. Alright, my winged potato. Where shall it fly? It so wants to attack Jace. <laughs> I don't know. It will die. Oh, God. It's going to attack Jace. <laughs> you really want to kill Jace by potato. <laughs> Aww. Misses. I'm so sad. Jace. We need to let Namcon know that the DM's trying to kill him with vegetables. <laughs> oh god, wait, 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 wait. What do I have here? Oh, shoot. Jace is going to go. <laughs> and try Sounds very much, Jace. That's, that's Jace. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me there's no lobsters in this kitchen anywhere? <laughs> Just be thankful that those ones aren't being animated. Oh, gosh. Oh, Jesus, Jace. Come on, Jace. Yep, he is not having good luck. 
Valyria. He's going for a firebolt. And a miss. So did you want to add inspiration? Oh, yes, please. Roll your d6. That's there we hit. go. Nice. Oh, thank you, game. <laughs> Whoa. You, okay. you rub scorch it within an inch of its life. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but it's still alive. It's going to move up to Alarak. It's going to also summon a, another potato. Um, and then uh, attempt to attack Alarak. Ah, a bit misses. Oh, actually, and the beak. How much help does Jace need? All no the help. help. <laughs> Th does this answer your question? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm having thoughts along those lines. Okay, can I move? Just let me have a quick look. But right. if you kill the tentacle brain, it might just kill all the potatoes at the same time. Yes, that's what my thought is. I'm thinking the potatoes. I'm sure Jace is fine. Yeah, Jace is fine. I mean, we can bring him back, right? <laughs> What's the hey, worst that they... could happen? No, no, no. Are they wear pota are they wear potatoes? Will he come back and turn into <laughs> a potato <laughs> every full moon? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna let him be just in case. What is <laughs> he gonna be one a way spud? To out. He's gonna be a spud instead of a stud. <laughs> oh god. God. No, that 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 was just uncalled for. It really was. Um, oh. And he's not even here to defend himself. Jeez. No. Vampire. Poor bugger. So I'm going to move forward as much as I can. And then I'm going to cast uh, Infestation Ooh. on the brain. And it's going to get... <laughs> it'll be good for you, it'll be good for you, Alarak. You, you could use a little bit of cleaning. It fails. This, uh, oh, describe its demise. A little teeny, teeny flea. So teeny. <laughs> it might even be in a flea circus. Leaps up, off, and up into the air, um, straight out of Bindi. Bindi the squirrel from the backpack <laughs> uh, turns into a cloud of fleas, which all hover directly towards the brain, latch on, and suck it into desiccation. Nasty. And it just collapses to the ground, a, a horrible husk. Uh, is that your turn? Yes, I don't think I can do anything else. Okay. We're bunny. The potatoes well, are still alive. In short work of that. Uh, a nice shout. Chase, are you okay? And all I hear is screaming. So I will uh, dash that way toward where he's at. Alarak. All right, uh, I'm going to try and hit something and actually hope it works. I'm going to try and hit this potato just south of me. 
got to work once or twice, doesn't it? It should. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> How many twos and threes has that been? Wow. All Honestly, too many. Can I vaunt over this table and have a look at this uh, treasure chest? Sure. sure. Uh, actually, no, I won't do that because it will be take me in range of the potato. So I'll just go here. That's my turn. Okay, the weak potato flies up to you, Alright. And gets a 20. <laughs> we'll see. It crits. It crits. Um, it just misses you. It, uh, it attempts to uh, latch onto your buttock, but is uh, foiled by your uh, loincloth, your chain loincloth. Yep. Uh, I don't like that mental picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one's supposed to. It's not supposed to be. <laughs> oh, oh, I miss Jace. I'm so sad. The other spud attempts to uh, latch onto Jace, but is fail- it fails as well. He it's screams Jace. again. But he tries. He tries. He's going to try. Oh, for, <laughs> for Spud's sake. Uh, he swings again and screams like a girl. Uh, so... <laughs> wow. Oh, so terrible. That just came out just like that. Just for the Twitch stream. Yes, you, can hate on me. you can hate on me. <laughs> if the web camera's on me, you'd be seeing that uh, just like a Wobani, uh, Dagobah is beet red. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you're having enough problems with potatoes. You don't have to bring other root vegetables into this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he might be roaring bravely like a girl. We don't know. <laughs> bravely like a girl. That's right. Roaring bravely. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so he, he misses completely. Illyria. Alright. He's not going to eat another potato for the rest of his life. I'm going to try very... don't feel confident about this fireball, but we're going to do it any... Oh, for... Hey. Come on. Why at the potato? <laughs> Woohoo! Get it down. Why, Jace? There's one on me as well. Uh, the screaming's starting to get to me. You know, it's like quite high-pitched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, Illyria, Illyria wipes away the uh, mashed potato that was on her face <laughs> and uh, lets loose a firebolt that um, chars the one near Jace. And uh, for a moment, uh, Jace flicks his hair in a, uh, a sign of thank you. I'm kind of uh, wishing I'd actually get him to his head now, but that's fine. <laughs> Did any of the firebolt catch any of his hair? <laughs> Just a little bit, a little bit of sandwich. Uh, uh, get uh, Jace to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> mm, that's probably a good idea. Oh, uh, no, now he, he rolls it. good. <laughs> Especially when the hair is involved. Riki, finish this off. Yeah, well, you know, Riki casts Toll the Dead. <laughs> Just to be um, contrary. It failed. I can't see a potato having much, much will. But yeah. it didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we Riki's, died of this potato. <laughs> Riki's faith is a little shaken. 
seeing uh, Riki do that, uh, let me let me try. Let me try. And he too will try to toll the dead. Yep. If this is one. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, there we go. <laughs> ha, ha, describe its device. The the I I focus my attention into a, a minus, minuscule hole that I see, and 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 I make the, the sound of the bell from in there. And so when the bell blasts, it just causes the potato to shudder and burst apart and and cover uh, Alarak with spudlicious gore. Spud guts? Yeah. <laughs> As the last spud falls, the um, the view changes from this potions room back to oh, the hell. old the old room. Um, I'm running for the treasure chest just before... <laughs> no. <laughs> it becomes uh, insubstantial and your hands just move through it. Oh... So close yet, so far. Oh, this uh, tower is, um, I do not like it. It's like when you buy a, a very, very shiny box and you open the box and inside is nothing but rotten fruit. <laughs> or vegetables. Or a flying potato. Yes, I think I get your analogy uh, a little, but I will save my laughter because my friend Jace, who screams like a violin, you, you see how I changed those words? I'm trying to be not so discriminating. You're not having uh, a good day today. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm doing my best. I'm trying oh, to RP dear. here. Although that one, that one, it was not an RP. That was that was utter foolishness. Uh, he's going to go up to um, Jace, and Wobani's going to use his healing uh, kit on Jace. Okay. As as that's happening, um, you hear the uh, steady step footsteps of the professor uh, heading up the uh, stairs, and he looks around, and goes. But what went on? I heard a lot of banging going on, and what's all this mash on the floor? Good news, Professor. We've uh, slain all the evil... Oh, there were terrible, terrible monsters. Definitely, definitely, you're paying is not enough for all the work here. It, it, they, they were horrendous. Uh, but we slew them for you, so you don't have to worry. Uh, and now we have lunch. Uh, really? Lunch? <laughs> Well, Surely I you mean... like potato. <laughs> it's mashed, mashed, Professor, just the way you like it. Pre-mashed. Well, excellent. Um, he sort of walks up to um, uh, to the one one area where there is a slightly clean floor and uh, wipes up some of the uh, mash and starts eating it. <laughs> hmm. Seems a bit old. Yeah, has, has it aged? Is it, is it, is it time travelled? Is it now like a 40-year-old potato? <laughs> uh, I'm. I've had worse. What? What's this about time travel? Just still well, trying to figure out exactly what's happening here. Well, I don't rightly know. Mm, let me have a look. Let's see if I can find this uh, information about this relic. I'll be search. Okay. So you spend the next hour w working your way through all the uh, the 
tables here and the uh, loose documentation. You, mm -hmm. you find uh, interesting documents about uh, some potion making, but um, the information that Professor is looking for is not found at all. And he looks around rather disappointed and goes, This all seems to be uh, a terrible waste of time. Maybe I got my information wrong. Well, there's still at least another floor. <laughs> um, what's going on there? Is that Chase? Chase, yeah. are you alright, man? Well, Bonnie's comforting Chase as he cries. It, it's okay, Chase. They're, they're, they're gone now. Do you know they, what might... They're good, they're good food still. Do you know what might cheer him up? A nice uh, haircut. A, a pun? Oh, yes, that's even better. I thought maybe some more curses from your book would be uh, make him feel better. No, I, I think they might frighten him in his current fragile state. He does look very fragile. Buck up, soldier. You need a haircut. Let's give you a buzz cut because that, that'll put you in the right place. Or, or maybe we can find you a new comb. And I think when we mention a new comb, that's probably what cheers him up the best. <laughs> With, with nice filigree and jewels. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so unfortunately you can't make your way any further up the tower. It's too uh, long gone and destroyed. And he doesn't find the information he's after, so he seems a bit downtrodden. But uh, at least you've investigated this hunch of his and it's led nowhere. So We still he, get paid, he, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're only to, here to protect him, <laughs> not help him find the item. Well, so, yeah. So he looks on a bit dejected, uh, dejected and goes, Well, um, I guess we'll have to head back. I, I might have to go through and uh, check on my research again. This this is horrible news. You're sure, Professor? Uh, I mean... If we went slower through the remains, you, is there something maybe you missed? No, no, I've I've spent enough time here. I don't think there's what anything of use of usefulness here. What if I got up on this bookshelf and started uh, just hammering at the roof? <laughs> Would that work? I do have a rope. We could try and attach it to something at the top and climb through. There's there's no actual holes through the uh, roof. Yet. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's I mean, <laughs> yet. Not where okay. the um, chair is. Well, he's uh, Alarak is attempting to make a hole. Uh, while that's happening, Felix is stepping back. And and Jace is like, uh, it, well, hey Alarak, I I can probably help with that, and he'll uh, sing a song about. Uh, uh, so that Alarak could get some inspiration on his efforts. So make a strength check, please. I'm going to use the inspiration on this, I reckon. Definitely. <laughs> okay, so you spend the next 20 minutes uh, hammering away at the roof, and you manage to sh strip off a couple of the ceiling... Uh, ceiling boards and um, it's quite dark up there but with your dark vision it, it looks like it's there's there's a lot of stone boulders and uh, and brick 
that would make up uh, the walls and such. Such. Yeah, Professor, it's it's collapsed up there. You, there's no there's no going forward. Oh, this is horrible. Well, um, I I might have your uh, need of your services in the future, but uh, I think for now maybe we should head back and um, I'll, I'll look into this a bit further. That's quite disappointing, but we are alive, so that's a good thing. And Wobat picks up, um, I pick up uh, Jace's crossbow and hand back to him. Jace uh, recognizes the effort and uh, picks it up and then, well, actually snatches it out of your hand and whoops off. <laughs> so I'm still sobbing. <laughs> we'll find you that brush, I promise, Jace. Uh, I'll buy you a nice one. You, um, you seem to be getting the cold shoulder. Okay, I think this is probably a good point to uh, leave it for today. Thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm. We've gone about half an hour of time. But, um, I, th- I it think was... the puns made it worth it. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh. kudos to whoever suggested flying potatoes. That was a gem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. I, well, you know what? Here, here's that. one thing. You guys just were clearly making puns about Eid. So tell me, what the hell has Eid got to do with potatoes? Oh, you get like little potato eyes. You know, it's like little, like darker spots on potatoes. Oh, you you guys call them eyes. Yeah, you can. What do you like call them? I had no idea. We call them knobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an eye. That's something else. Inside. That's a potato eye. Okay. I, I think we've worked out what the real knob is here. At the moment. <laughs> yeah. I don't think uh-huh. I'm ever going to eat a potato again. I didn't realize they had knobs. Uh, at least they had dials. Okay, that was pretty good. Good game, guys. Appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thanks, Thanks everyone. to the watchers. Uh, the one watcher, I think, at the moment. <laughs> oh, no, it anyway. all counts. Oh, great! Thank you to that person. Yeah. All right. It, it Thanks was, a lot. And it was Will. It was. It was Will Wheaton too. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Or or Pat Pat Patrick Rothfuss. That'd be even cool too. You know what? No, the the, the person who was watching. They're the most important. Don't want Will Wheaton. I want them. You are right. <laughs> exactly correct. Well, he, I, whoever it is, um, he or she has been doing a fantastic job of uh, watching because um, I, I'm pretty much sure they've been street, uh, watching in from the first episode. So That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right. Well, see you um, next time, next week. Till next week. Have a Thanks, good guys. week.